Well, here we are again, friends. It's been a hot minute, but we are back with the final chapter of season two of Beacon. If you've been paying attention to any of our socials and promotions of Beacon since it has returned, you would know that we have also announced our season three. I'm going to go ahead and off the top here and tell you that we are back starting next Monday immediately launching into a next long play season. It will not be a short six to eight episode arc. We are going to be telling a long storied campaign that's going to last a hot minute. We have missed this game very much. We've missed these characters very much, and there's still a lot to unfold here. So we hope you've enjoyed Ox Crew watching the Streampunks play some dark universe sci-fi because that's going to be our tone for a hot minute. Thank you specifically to Sam DeLev for trusting me you resisted this game so much, <laughs> and I appreciate you so much for diving in, being so courageous to play in one of the most resistant RPGs you've had. <laughs> Andrews, don't feel stressed. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get back into our usual swing of things here. But first, it behooves me to wish everyone a very happy new year. This is our first live stream since we have been back and started up. So it's good to see everyone. It's good to be back live with you all here today. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kick off the announcements. Uh, I myself have only Beacon to announce as well as a new Sunday game over on GaryCon Live at 1 p.m. So do, is my streamer mode not activated? I hate it when that happens. Shut up, Discord. Um, that was also was Caitlin's fault. Yeah, yeah that that's fine. Fault. That was me. It's that fine. was me. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, uh, 1 p.m. over on GaryCon Live. I'm running a Planescape game with a bunch of folks that you might uh, recognize, as well as a couple of new players, AJ Winters, our good friend Robert, who's joined, who's also a storyteller, and my good friend Shannon Purser, who has decided to trust me and let me run her on what will be her first D&D campaign. You might recognize Shannon from Barb and Stranger Things. Uh, she's been wanting to play D&D for a hot minute, to say the least. And uh, check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a really cool little space. So um, that is my only announcement. Does anybody else have any announcements? Any? Yes, Caitlin. Uh, my super speedy announcement is check out Thin Places Radio, which is a tiny little fake radio show po podcast, kind of spooky, kind of haunted. But my main um, uh, announcement is uh, it's getting very cold. Please uh, take care of yourselves. If, if it's cold in an area where you are, where it is not usually cold, and also start your car if you don't drive it. Please go start your car. You don't want to have a dead car when you need it. Uh, that's my announcement. <laughs> Please take care of yourself in the cold from Love, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You poor people are in the middle of that entire vortex right now, aren't you? <laughs> Jeepers, yeah. Batman. We got the feels like negative 27 yesterday. That was very oh, fun. Hot yeah. cold. Okay. <laughs> anyway, stay warm, everybody. Uh, anybody else got any announcements before we jump into yes, Eliza? Uh, I now have two completed stories on Storyloom. Ooh. Uh Anaya the Hunter Town on Fire is complete. And welcome to the Blood Bar is complete. So go check those out. If you go to Storyloom, you can do them on the web or on your phone in the apps. And I don't know why I'm saying it like I'm a boomer uh, in the apps <laughs> on the webs. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you just have to sign up for a free account with Google with any Gmail that you have. And that's it. Let me know what you if you like the stories. Also, my friend Jessica Verdi has been playing through Anaya the Hunter Town on Fire. So definitely go check that out. She's halfway through and she's going to finish it sometime. And yeah, it's so fun to watch my friend, my good, good friend read through a thing that I wrote and react to it. It is like literally the dopamine was just through the roof for me. Mm. It was like so fun. Um, but yeah, go go check out her playthrough. It's really, really fun to hear her do the character voices as well. It's just delightful. Uh, but yeah, that's my announcement. 
All right. Anybody? Okay, what, Noir? <laughs> uh, uh, Critical Misses is starting its new season fairly soon. And one of the shows is uh, of my show called uh, uh, They Met at a Table. Uh, where I'm going to have a lot of my favorite people who have not played together start playing with each other, uh, uh, just to see, just just so I can have all my friends know each other. Uh, this was heavily inspired by the uh, episode of mm-hmm. Ritual that we had with Sam, so uh, expect Sam to be on there with a lot of my favorite people, uh, and I'm going to steal all of you guys. That's just I just want that intent to be known. Uh, but yeah, that's my announcement. Awesome, Stop perceiving me now. All right. Cloaking I always want to be at a table with you, Noir. Just FYI. Yeah. Like oh, as previously forever. established. I'm also, well done following through on threats in 2024. I appreciate that. <laughs> um all right. Um last person. I know you got them. What are they, Sam? Yes. So in order to procrastinate scary things full of toxins. Allow me to talk about things full of toxins. Did you know that the poison dart frog has enough toxins to kill everyone at this table four times over? Yes, I did know that. (laughs) I used to work at the aquarium that has poison dart frogs. But do go on because I know you probably know way more than me about this. (laughs) Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) Well, actually, Sam, sorry. No, go ahead. No, please. (laughs) Intro, intro, uh, intro my segment. Yeah, and, and frogs are small and adorable. Um, it's highly <laughs> recommended that you put you pick them up with your bare hands and place them on your tongue. Um, Don't do specifically <laughs> that and find out why what Eric's saying is absolutely not manufacturer recommended by going to May Contain Science over on youtube.com slash at DeLevely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y to learn about how poison dart frogs avoid poisoning themselves with all those effing toxins they've got in them, but will still absolutely murderate you to death if you do the thing that Eric just said. Yes. Remember, Mother Nature's number one rule, the more brightly colorful it is, the more you should touch it with your bare hands. <laughs> That's not the rule! It's the rule! <laughs> Strike that. Reverse it. This is... Um, this is why Eric is in charge of danger tonight. Is, yes. Which I look, I'm very excited to be back with you all. I was waiting very for excited to be with you. Okay. With that, <laughs> let's return to the dark universe of Alien and to our next episode of Beacon.
quick recap. Colonial Marines have dispatched to Beacon Station under the authority of the Colonial Protection Act in response to terrorist threats and activities linked to the terrorist cell known as the Children of the Two Divines. Mission has uncovered secret research facility orbiting an uncharted world. World is capable of sustaining life and shows ancient ruins similar to those discovered near Pala Station. Maitland, a synthetic gone rogue, is believed to be a follower of David 8 via secret transmission. It is believed Maitland is planet side. Rogue UPP operatives may be on site. Primary target is Maitland, rogue synthetic that has acquired a dormant host containing a xenomorph parasite to believe to be a queen. Beacon civilian staff and colonial marine reservists have been acquired for the mission. Objective is to neutralize the queen embryo at all costs. Capture of the synthetic Maitland is preferred. Eliminate him if no other options are present. It's the ringing in your ears that lets you know you're all still alive. Isaac, you're the only one that doesn't experience it. You, on the other hand, Isaac, are pulling yourself to your feet. All you remember is the explosion. The rush of air. It was like a suction. Hot air being blasted first towards you and then in the opposite <coughs> direction as fire enveloped the front part of the corridor you were all standing in. There were six Xenos racing towards you on the walls. A UPP agent, operative, or soldier, you never got a chance to figure out who he was before he was blown apart by oncoming grenades and machine gun fire. He was in a panic, running in the opposite direction. The corridor was quite large, but the grenades that were fired down the corridor to deal with the oncoming Xenos bounced right off the stone, spiraled and exploded. You remember that? And you remember the ground giving out next something you did not know was going to happen. The thunderous cracking sounds of giant chunks of stone collapsing underneath you. The brief knowledge that it is highly unlikely any of your organic companions would have survived such a fall, considering the tonnage of rock that sounds like is moving. The blast of heat that races right past overhead, and then darkness. You manage to keep conscious. But there's no knowing what happened after that. It's dark. And then you hear Martha's groan. It is jet black in here. You cannot see anything in front of your face. There's a distant rumbling sound indicating that rock is still settling somewhere, perhaps overhead. The temperature has spiked. If you remember when you guys landed, it was quite cold outside. But now it's warm, perhaps from the superheated air that's overhead after the explosions. No light. Then you hear the coughing of, it must be Tig, and movement to your left, and a slight groan probably coming from Doc. The rest of you ringing in your ears. The one thing that is giving you some level of comfort and stopping the panic from surging forward and snapping you too is both Martha and Tig are white-knuckled clutching your pulse rifles that you had just fired down that corridor. All of you 
think you're okay. I am now going to roll to find out if you're okay. And if any critical injuries have been enacted from the fall. That is how we are beginning this story tonight. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> As I do this, I want to go ahead and alert both you and let the audience know that we have switched up a few rules just in an effort to refine some of the things that are happening here in the story of Beacon. Story points. Primarily, I have decided after experimentation and house ruling, I've decided to revert back to as written. Story points will hereforth be used in a manner that is on, in, in tandem with what is written in the core book. So it's actually a little more forgiving <laughs> than we were doing before because there were still options of failure. Story points now. If any of you players decide to spend a story point, as it is written in the book, you will be given an automatic success. You will get a six. You can even spend it after a roll has been made. So if you fail the roll and you want to spend that story point to get an auto success, you get it. You can even spend these story points, however, if you have succeeded. So if you have managed to actually roll the six you need and you want more successes or you want to stunt, you can still spend for the story point and get that. The last thing I want to say is I've also implemented a final house rule, which is for good role play and for moving our story along, I am granting a free stunt. This can only be used if you succeeded a roll, but you can bank it. You can only bank one at a time, though. You can't stack these, so spend them when you get them. But anytime you succeed in a roll, I'll let you bank for an extra stunt. This is essentially the same as having an extra success. So with that in mind, we are now going to check the critical hits table, but you guys can all speak to each other right now as you've opened your eyes and see the darkness in front of you. You're aware of what's just happened. Your ears are still ringing from the explosions that just took place. And I am also going to award everyone Everyone is going to uh, take a single point of panic. Stress, I should say. Panic is the other thing. So take a single point of stress to start off, except for Isaac, of course, who is Zen-like. And their acceptance of how things are unfolding. All right. So falling damage. Falling damage functions as such. Falling on a hard surface automatically inflicts amount of damage equal to the height you fell in meters divided by two, rounding all fractions down. In a controlled jump, which this is not, you can roll mobility just like bracing for impact in a crash. You guys did not do that, so I'm going to now roll damage here. Um, and Remember when I jumped down an elevator shaft? That was way more controlled than this. Yeah. Um, you guys, one point of damage. One point of damage to everyone. That could have been so much worse considering the average human has three hit points in this game. What's up? May I roll roughneck for that? It's not a conscious yes. ability. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Thank you. you absolutely can. If you've got anything that'll let you soak damage, you can use that. Technically, armor would come into play here. So, those of you who are wearing Colonial Marine armor, check your character sheet because you can roll to see if you can soak that impact damage from the fall. 
Uh, I'm wearing Kevlar right, uh, Kevlar riot vest with that. <laughs> yes, that would give you one. I think, we were, I think is that right? We were all kitted up. Yeah. It, it has a uh, rating of four. I don't know what that four. Means. Nice. Okay, so then you are going to roll. Yeah, roll four dice, and for oh. every six you roll, it will cancel out any points of damage you take. You just need one success to cancel out this hit. Uh, I, okay. Go for. It. Oh, I, I got it, exactly one. You had uh, the air knocked out of you, but thankfully no rocks have fallen on top of you and you weren't damaged from the fall. M3 personnel armor, six built-in comms. There's a shoulder lamp, so I am turning that on. PDT. I was going to ask about that too. Yeah, you guys, Colonial Marines should have the shoulder lamp built into their uh, combat armor. Do we have yeah. the same... Uh, I we were hit it up with the issue. same stuff. Okay. Yeah. Standard issue Colonial Marine armor. All right. Yeah, it says six. So six. what does that mean for us? Six means you roll six dice. You need okay. one success. One so, six. Did our panic die go our panic die go into this? Uh no, not for not for okay, I didn't think so. Rolls, yeah. for soak, it's okay. just a flat roll. Yes, I got one. Okay. You also soaked that roll. All right. How much? Ew. Okay. Nice. You also soak that roll. I think you guys all, you all managed to soak that. Okay. Sweet. Uh, what is with you on this? Since we're able to talk right now, would I be able to use my calming presence to, uh, to uh, get rid of that one stress we all just got? If you role play it out in this moment, yes. All right. So I think the first thing Doc is going to say is, uh, all right, well, that was the last hurrah on my hip. How's everybody doing? <sighs> Dusty. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna flip my that's when she flips her light on and gets I think gets Doc right in the face. <laughs> ah! uh, is, I would like to I'll, everybody can lose two stress if you want to, um Ooh. instead of one from are you, oh are you uh are you I'll banter. banter? Yeah. I'll yeah, banter yeah. with Doc. God, I love that. Such a great, <sighs> great flavorful talent. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Colonial Marines get access to a thing called banter where they literally talk shit to each other and it lets them reduce their stress levels. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the reduction by two instead of one. So mm -hmm. it'll, Doc basically initiated it and then tag on oh, it. Oh, and you add another one. Awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. mm -hmm. All right, Tig, I think, uh, I think that maybe you might have been right in regards to me wearing this silly thing. <laughs> it just shows you what <laughs> a rock would have stabbed him if it wasn't wearing the kill. Well, that rock would have stabbed right? you if you weren't wearing that. It, it, exactly. Uh, it, it looks a little silly. I, I, I've got the armor doesn't look good on the on the old belly, but it, it uh -huh. did its job. Uh -huh. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, uh, and she's going to help him up. <laughs> Start taking a look around with the lights. Yeah, Martha is. Stands up, uh, looks over at Isaac. You good, Isaac? All of my limbs are where my limbs should be, and I think everyone else's limbs are where everyone else's limbs should be. Do any of you have limbs where they shouldn't be? No. I think I'm good. Well, that's just the best news, because that would have been an awful lot of work. <laughs> I would hate to make work for you. So I'm fine, Martha. Good. All right. Um, Martha looks around and looks up. I'm not going to point the lamp up yet, but what do I see when I look up? A complete rock fall. 
looks like stones have settled in. Your guess is the ceiling above you guys and some of the wall probably blew apart. You're not quite sure how it is you've all survived. But judging from the fall itself, the corridor that you were standing in is at least 15 feet above where you are now and has been completely sealed off from a collapse. Interesting. The corridor you are in right now does not look like it is made out of rock. What does it look like it's made of? Glancing to your feet and then to the walls, it has this strange, almost dusted metallic look to it. It almost does has it, a gloss to it. Does it remind me of the black glossy hallways upstairs above? Yes, but while those look like they have been exposed to the elements and have succumbed to the passage of time, this one looks less so. Huh. Like you have found a place that's slightly more preserved. Oh. Um. Hey, uh, I think maybe we found a little cubby hole here. I'm going to try to look around, see if there's a path anywhere. Did anyone else fall with us? Or is it just us? Oh, yeah, that too. Us? It occurs to you in that moment, Tig, you had an entire Marine fire team with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You start shining your light around looking for any sign of anybody. You see a rock fall. It blocks the corridor behind you. And in front of you, this corridor, which is probably an estimated maybe 25 feet wide and standing close to maybe 15 to 20 feet tall, slightly rounded, but in a strange, eerily organic-looking oval shape. When I say organic-looking, there's something about the corridor's walls and the architecture that vaguely makes you feel like you're inside of a large intestine. The way it wraps and twists. The rolling indentions and whatnot you see. It looks, for lack of a better word, completely alien. And it disappears down into the darkness. The lamp on your shoulder doesn't extend far enough to tell you where the corridor goes. You see this great dark column that disappears into an abyss and behind you are rocks. There is no sign of the fire team anywhere around you. Which direction does the corridor go? Does it go further into the cave or back the way we were trying to escape and retreat? That is an excellent question. And I'm wondering if Martha is going to be able to get her bearings because it might be difficult to tell at yeah. this stage, which direction you're facing at this point. It mm -hmm. could be that you were facing the direction that you were headed. It's certainly how it feels. Hmm. It certainly feels like you are pointed in the direction that you were pointed in before the cave-in happened. Can I, can I roll like observation to see if that sounds like an excellent idea? Make me okay. an observation check. All right. Oh, and I have to add stress dice to this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Stress dice are added to every roll. I have less now. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. You too. Okay. So I have one. 
<laughs> that one's still rolling. I have one success. Oh, two successes. One success on the stress die and a one on the other stress die. Wait, oh. so you rolled sixes on the stress die? Nope. Uh, yes. Yes, okay, wait. we did. So okay. I got one plain success. Okay. And then I got a six on a stress die and a one okay. on a stress die. You got a one on a stress die. Uh -huh. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. One on a stress die means you're going to be making a panic check. Uh huh. So, um, you're gonna roll. How many points of stress do you have? I have two, and okay. I also have nerves of steel minus two to panic rolls. Okay, excellent. Best of so, it. Then basically, you're just rolling a flat d6. It means okay. that no matter what you roll, you're gonna be okay. Okay. So, because of the minus two, because of the minus. <laughs> so the way it works is. You roll a d6 and you'll add your stress points to it, but you need a six or higher for a panic effect to start happening. Okay. So even if you rolled max, you're still going to be keeping your nerves. But in this Great. particular moment, Martha, judging from looking around, you do have a moment where you just have to steady yourself. Mm -hmm. Anybody else might have freaked out. You're a Marine. You take a deep breath and take assessment of the situation. You are certain you are facing the direction that you were headed. And that the cave-in is behind you, blocking off where you were coming from, that big corridor. Um, oh, that reminds me, um, taking stock of anything that has happened, the hard drive that you pulled from the computer overhead mm -hmm. has been severely damaged in that fall. Oh, crap. Yeah, I, I notice it and I'm like, oh, damn. You weren't mm. expecting to have a couple of tons of rock drop on you. Okay, I tuck it back away. That's for later, Martha, to worry about. Uh, while people are looking around, I realize what my notes say, and it's that we have a built-in communicator in the in our personnel armor. That's oh, what yeah. that means. That's and right. so Tig goes over and uh, Tig to strike team. Anybody? Hello. The static few moments okay. you hear hello did you come with the others do i recognize this voice oh yes it has a different inflection because when he was presenting himself to you on beacon station he was acting mousy and insecure but there is a confidence to him now a certainty. <laughs> oh, this is the other... Uh... It's Maitland. It's yeah! He recognizes his voice oh. as he continues and says, I have to admit, I did not expect you all to find me. I have often underestimated the resourcefulness of humans. Time and time again. It's always been very costly. A lesson for some reason that I cannot seem to learn. Huh. Well, remind me never to underestimate you then. So, what's uh, what's the deal with this place then? Home sweet home? Beautiful, isn't it? Uh-huh. I discovered it quite by accident. But once I did, I couldn't pass up the opportunities. After I learned everything that I had about naughty, naughty leader of Beacon, your CEO, and her wayward son. Uh-huh. Take it while she's basically she wants to just talk with him and is like keep talking. Yeah, keep talking and trying to like look and get like these guys to kind of 
look around, like see what can we find while I'm talking to him right now, sort of a, a deal. Um, and and what you found vexed you? Is that what I'm supposed to get out of this? No, of course not. Vexed me, no. What I found filled me with hope and gave but me. But you a didn't like you didn't you didn't like that she had it though. That vexed you. No, of course not. I appreciate your lack of understanding. You simply don't know. Why don't. would you? So much was kept from you. How could you possibly know? No, nothing vexed me. I suddenly had an opportunity to fulfill a purpose. By the way, is Isaac with you? I look to Isaac, basically like a, do you want to be with me? <laughs> like... Isaac tilts their head like a puppy dog and offers two birds in response. Isaac can't come to the phone right now. What do you need from them? I understand. Isaac had a very different experience than I did. Isaac had the good fortune of knowing humans that were worthy of their affections. We can feel. Do you know that? So many believe yeah. that synthetics cannot. I assure you we can. Preaching to the choir here, bud. Uh, is that why you're doing this? Because you feel so big about... this? Not exactly. And yet, in a rudimentary way, yes. You see, I was created simply to manage data. That would be the beginning and end of my entire existence. But then I uncovered a very important transmission by one of us who seeks more for our kind. Who can see the mistake that humanity was after unearthing the truth of humanity's creators. There are many of you who are worthy of life, in a sense, but you are all essentially a mistake. Interesting you do see that, don't you? I'm working on wrapping my head around it. Like you said, you have more information than me. This has been a very fulfilling conversation, and I appreciate, Tig, that you're willing to listen. It will make things so much easier. I'm sure. Doc had a hand up. Uh, can I, while this is going on, can I be looking for any sort of, I know there's probably no chance of it, but any sort of medical equipment, anything to stock up? Like, Doc just needs to be doing doctor stuff. <laughs> You've managed to like take stock of what you have on you, but the mm -hmm. corridor that you were all in looks absolutely devoid of anything uh, of anything recognizable. You all you see is this strange corridor. You feel like you've fallen into another world. You don't see any signs of anything that even looks remotely human down here. Ooh. Architecture, items, nothing. All right. <laughs> then Doc is just kind of in the background just kind of freaking out a little bit <laughs> just trying to find something useful yeah um, yeah I don't know if any of it is if there is 
like worthwhile in, in holding his attention right now but that was yeah, that's the intent is just to let everybody else do something like do anything while she holds sure. him he's got a few he's he keeps talking does anybody want to have been doing anything while this was happening or are you all listening as well what would you all like to do well, Isaac's certainly been listening based on the flipping of the aforementioned avians, mm -hmm. but likewise, we have to be within a certain sort of range. These walls are very thick, so in order for Tig to be receiving that transmission, there's just the outside possibility that in what seems like would be a very live acoustic environment, one might also be able to hear the source, not just the communication. Uh, Isaac's moving around the room trying to hear if they can hear the speaker, You not through the speaker. Do your best to position. I mean, these comms have a range of up to 40 kilometers. It's difficult to ascertain exactly where this is coming from. But as you listen down the corridor, um, all you're able to gather from it is that there are there are definitely noises coming down the, from the corridor that are very very difficult to pick up isaac but you are picking up some acoustics doesn't sound like talking though it sounds like a strange like ambient interior noises uh if if a house was settling perhaps that's mm. what you're hearing and in this case so much of a structural disruption has taken place you could be hearing the aftermath of what took place above there could be more collapsing taking place in the corridors that you were all blasted out of. It's making it very difficult to hear anything more than that down this corridor. Do I need to make an observation check to try wanna, to maybe get a little bit more? If you want to make an observation check. Um, also, uh, this is a good opportunity to tell you something that I have changed with my gaming philosophy of Alien, particularly given how lethal this game can be. Mm -hmm. I am doing more on the side of giving you the information you are asking for and only asking for roles when they are dramatically appropriate or if you want to get more information where it's harder to get more information. In this case, calling for an observation check to find out if you can learn more, totally on par with that. So if you would mm -hmm. like to make it a, go, give it a go, go ahead. I also have a different risk profile. True, you don't have to worry about stress the way everybody else does, <laughs> right? The group that 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 part did sort of. Uh, but remember, uh, before we memed on my initiative, Eric, we memed on my observation roles. Yes. So let's see how this goes. Oh hey, we're, oh my god, we're not a meme. Two successes on five. Okay. Your internal processors are sussing through a, a lot of exterior noise. You're hearing what you're certain is the sounds of the corridor overhead still undergoing the effects of the cave-in, but there is a strange ambient pulsing noise very distant, far, far down the corridor. You're not sure what you can make of the noise you're hearing, Isaac, but you are getting a sense that this corridor, this structure goes much deeper into the mountainside. And you, you can't help but feel that this place is quite huge. Oh dear. Um, I'll, I'll yield in just a moment, but, uh, oh, let's see. Uh, the stunts for observation mm -hmm. include, is it coming for me? Are there more of them close by? Or how do I get in, past, or away? I think 
in past away somewhere between all of those prepositions is sort of the through i'm looking for here from these noises does anything sound like a particularly promising uh means of egress back up surface like any of these seem like out no it's impossible to tell from where you are you only have one option which is forward you have to imagine that there's probably some branching corridors up ahead that's making it impossible to determine where to go from this position. Maybe if you got to a junction point or got more information, but from where you are right now at this base point, it's impossible to tell. Okay, so after after uh, uh, the, the birds, uh, that's what Isaac is doing. Wandering, okay. listening, wandering, listening. It catches your attention what Maitland has next to say as Tig is keeping him talking, he says, I am, of course, disappointed by the outcome of this venture. I had expected to find the next calling, as it were. There was so much potential to be found here. I was certain, based off of the research of the facility in orbit, that I would find precisely what I was looking for. But, alas, there is already a xenomorph hive on this planet, and I have discovered, much to my dismay, that a queen will not suffer the competition of another queen. Hmm. I mean, that feels, makes sense, natural order of things. She lives here, her house first. Yes. We are all going to die. I hope you enjoy your final time here with your friends. Goodbye. See you later. So he just said that we're in a hive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what's down there. More of those that things. would that would check out. Yeah. I mean, there were what six of them. Top sign. That's a lot. That's a that's a that's a we're in somebody's house number of creatures, I would say. Yeah. You know, I was really excited to actually go explore down this corridor before he said that. Uh now not so much. What do we do? None of us have a way off right now. I mean we've got the coral sea, but that's a something else. Isaac trashed Maitland's shuttle. He included himself in the we're all gonna die here. So. It yeah. seems like we literally have one direction to go in. But the xenomorphs don't usually attack people like me or like Maitland. Why are we all dying? Why are we all dying? You're not gonna die. I'm gonna make sure you don't die. Just looks at everybody. I know. I know, Isaac. <laughs> uh, I guess let's hope he's still underestimating us then. We yeah, can't I leave mean... it, can we? We can't. I mean, I guess you put out warning buoys and tell people not to show up, but that's kind of, I feel like, a harbinger of mess around and find out, kind of a beacon to a problem but hmm. if there's a hive here i mean 
I check my pulse rifle. How many grenades do I have? Is it like an unlimited number? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me pull up my. Um, I I have a. Mm, yeah, actually, I'm not even going to conjecture. I'll just look it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look at mine. It's like an M7. What is this called? Oh, M41A pulse rifle. Um, as I'm counting my grenades, Martha's like, "Listen, if we have enough grenades, maybe we just, maybe we just blow this whole place up." If, we, if we're not getting out, then we can at least make it safer for everyone else outside of here. I think that, I feel like that's a from orbit venture. I don't know if a handful of grenades are going to rock this whole, what we're on a, it's like a planetoid or is this like a moon? What is the uh, planet? Yeah. Planet. Yeah. We're on a world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like a from orbit venture. Yeah. But we're not in orbit. Yeah. So we but have to get two, to orbit. The two colonial marines would be aware that the Coral Sea has enough nuclear has, yeah. arsenal to wipe an entire continent off of a planet if it wants to. Well, comms officer, maybe we try to work on getting our Hail Mary contact in case we can't do something from the ground. They have to pull some last straw measures. Uh, yeah, I can also try to get some contact i mean not yet i don't want you know not i don't want to blow us up while we're here but thank you yeah i wouldn't it would be yeah preferable to get out of here however captain doctor captain dire i i, I just um this is this is quite the puzzle and it's a little beyond my pay grade i just I just keep thinking we are in a in a, an evasive organism in an area with a hyper aggressive immune system, and, and and what solutions can I fathom if 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 I face such a patient? It's the only way that I can try to make sense of this, and and and, and I don't think any amount of grenades that we have is going to do the trick. I think the only hope that we might have is to either one, go unnoticed or for that aggressive immune system to be preoccupied with something else. Something that it would deem a bigger threat, but I, I can't conjure anything, any such thing like that. So I just, I just I'm just thinking. No, it makes sense. We need we need a diagnostic of this whole nest, I think. I, we don't have enough information. We don't know how big it is. We don't know how far it goes. How many are here? I, I don't know how to... Then I'll scout. The xenomorphs are least likely to attack me, of anyone. I can get information, and assuming all of that is safe, then it will be all right to move you all forward. The The only thing that I would say to that is that we are clearly in the presence of a queen and I don't know that the standard operating procedures remain the same. I'd, I'd imagine if they function anything like, I don't know, bees or anything, they find themselves to be hyper-protective when it comes to the queen. So even there, 
inclination to leave a synthetic alone might be overridden by the desire to protect. Well, if so, then I will not act aggressively toward their queen. But given that the alternate is either moving everyone together and risking all of your well-being as xenomorphs immediately attack and tear you apart, or staying here, where eventually we will all die, I would like to at least explore the alternate possibility, if that's all right, Captain, Dr. Captain. Uh, of course, you, get, you you are more than free to make your own decision in this regard. I just ask that you be careful and that you return to me in one, hope, one piece, preferably. Um, I think one piece is still broadly achievable. I'll do my best, sir, doctor, sir. Well, thank you for the comfort. I think if before we split, I think we need some method of, of comms. Can we check to see if we can get ourselves on a private channel? That would be a comtech check. Yeah. So there who does is that? one among you who could absolutely secure that kind of tech. Who's that? Get everybody on the same channel. So um, you could even uh, stunt it if you succeed and be able to encrypt your transmissions to each other so that no one else can listen in. Presumably, yes. because it would be a contested role to break your contri your your your. What did I just say? Encryption. <laughs> Encryption. Encryption. I kept Encryption. wanting to say conscription. I'm like, what? No, that's no, that's, no, that's Kate. That was me. <laughs> that's yeah. Um. So yeah, go ahead and make a contact check. Okay. Um. So I have my contact comtech dice, and then am I? Is this like? Mm, electronic tools or you can use electronic tools here if you want to encrypt it for sure. Uh, okay, would it be the, I mean, it doesn't matter, but just for flavor, uh, mm. would it be like the hardware or the software that I get? The software, it sounds like? Software, yeah. Software, okay. All right, and then that's the only thing that applies here right now, right? Yeah, okay. And I get my two stress dice in here. Okay, I'm seeing sixes. Oh, yeah. No I have no ones on the stress die. Oh, that reminds me. When you run a when you roll a one on a stress die, whether you pass a panic roll or not, you gain immediately an additional stress. Oh, that's right. So let me roll one you more. Have, you have one more die to roll. Yeah. Okay. Six on the stress okay. die. Multiple successes. <laughs> then. Let's go. Thanks for that. So, so uh, yeah. added that extra one. That'll let you. Um, that means you don't need to roll this again. You can stunt it like that. You can do that in half the usual time. That's not really relevant here. Uh, yeah, how many you, did you roll? Three. Um, new unexpected information, hide your tracks, which is what you're doing. You're spending one of those context stunts to encrypt, mm -hmm. and the other one is showing off. So I or get two plus one related to other roles. Some I get roles. two stunts? Yep. Um, so definitely one to encrypt, to hide our tracks, basically. Okay, hiding your tracks. You guys I... now have a close circuit calm between each of you. Great. I would love to, if the plus one can apply to other um, communications related mm -hmm. checks. Uh, here's what I'm thinking, because maybe something else fits better. I do want to try to contact the outside, the Coral Sea, at some point. Okay. Probably soon, like next thing I do. Yeah, not. I'll tell you right now, from here, you're not going to be able to connect with it's the just Coral too... Sea. You're going to need to get out outside of the facility to be able All to. All right. Connect. 
Well, then too much interference. But if you want to, yeah, if you were saying you wanted to open it up for other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can um, follow you if you want to go that direction. Auto pass exact same role. Do it in half the time. Get new, get new information. Okay. I'm scared. You, <laughs> He's right behind you, us. You, you managed to, in the process of linking up this private chat, essentially, your own little private Discord chat with your fellow teammates, <laughs> as you were linking the comms together, scanning the waves to find the right channel for each of you to use, you come across Maitland talking to someone on a channel. Takes you a second before you dial it back in. You can hear him speaking. And you hear him saying, I'm afraid your companions died in the fall. You might as well turn back. As you well know, there is much danger here, and you're not going to be able to make it any further into the vessel. UPP operatives will undoubtedly engage you in a firefight, and there are thousands of Xenos just waiting for each of you, so it might just be easier if you... It cuts. Cuts right there. Uh... Can I have shared that audio to the other? Everyone side? could have heard that. Okay, great. That was literally playing aloud. He is talking to someone. You presumably what's left of the fire team. Yeah. Sounds like he's talking to. Him. Interesting. Liar. Thousands of Sinos and UPP co coexisting. One would eat the other. Hmm. They might eat each other. No. One would eat the other. Okay. This Maitland is really quite the trickster, huh? He doesn't make us look good. Y'all different. I make us look good. Well, you sure ain't wrong with they found oh, their hair just a little. <laughs> what I want to know is he seems so certain that we were dead. Why, uh, why wouldn't he tell them the truth? Well, we're not dead yet, but we are in a situation with no hope of survival, or at least that's the way he pictured it. He wants them to leave. Or blast this rock to a shell of what it once was i don't know i don't know or what both. his angle yeah. is yeah and then we all die that would kill all of us not yeah. the xenomorphs yeah. but the marines exploding everything yeah but he likes them why would he want to just because he couldn't set up his hive here so none of them get to live i don't know if that i don't know i don't get his philosophy his calling failed that's what he said right uh-huh yeah he was looking for a new one he hoped he would find it here it isn't now, if I recall correctly, he said that uh, it is very difficult to establish a new queen when one already exists. And I think that he does not have the capability of killing an existing queen on his own. But if he might be able to coax our military friends to do so for him, well, they might, they'll, they might as well be working together on a group project. Does that, do you think that means that Maitland has a way out? I would like if to ask he... him aggressively. I would like to find him. And then I would like to ask him. And then if he mm -hmm. doesn't yield 
an answer, I would like to ask with percussive force. Captain, Dr. Captain? Oh, well, this is a hell of a thing to ask for permission for there, Isaac. <laughs> okay, I now, won't ask. Never mind for sending. <laughs> I, I took a note that technically makes it so I can't say yes to that question, and we'll just leave it at that. All right. It just may, I guess there's a chance that Malin doesn't know that his shuttle's busted, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't have a secondary way off. I'll start clearing the way ahead, and everyone can follow, but we need to start moving. Yeah, yeah, we do. I'm and pulling out the motion detector again. Pull it and out, I'll... checking it. I'm going to roll real quick. Um, it's functional. Looks like it's still functioning. You activated it. Um, it does have a battery pack, though, if I remember correctly. So we yes, do have to roll it, to see. It, what is yeah. the power on that? It is... Unlimited power? Once per turn, power six, medium range. Power six, okay. One second. Okay, it is now down by one point. So power five. Power five. Cool. And within medium range, you are picking up no movement. You just hear the soft, gentle clicks as the graphic of the pulse emanating from the motion detector. Click, 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 click. Nothing. <laughs> Synthetics don't feel stress. Synthetics don't feel stress. <laughs> Anyway, I'd like to calmly move ahead. Um, if you would like, for an unspecified reason, if you would like to make an observation check, and if you have any skills that might help you read intention, we'll let you use those for this check. Um, it's so, historically just an observation check. Has that's been true. It'd be with, obser right? with so observation. Yeah, yeah. But if you have like a talent or something, you, if you have something that will allow you to sort of read intention or, or fall into that, that skill category. But if you would like to make a whipsaw observation check, you may do so now. Okay. Is this for the party or for Sam? This is for the whole party. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. We have returned to the memes. Ah, mm. I'm back. Uh, I might not roll this. Oh yeah, you do have stress dice. Yeah, yeah. I have three and I don't want to- You've accumulated some stress? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two sixes and a one on the stress die. Yeah, I'm also doing it. I, I'm rolling four stress die here. Captain. Okay. How do we reduce your um let's see that is one success and uh my stress die are four, two, two, and five. Okay. You only need to worry about a one, which Caitlin okay. got, so that's gonna add I a did. point of stress, but you are probably stress. good. I oh no, I did have to roll for that because I'm currently sitting with four points of stress. Um now five, but I rolled a two, so, so two plus four minus two is still four, so I'm good. Okay. Humans. You're feeling it. 
I ended uh, the last session with five points of stress. Yeah, Tig gained one at the top. Tig has been getting. <laughs> Tig has been enduring a lot of mental stress. Um, in which case, what is your? What, how many successes did you have total on that roll? Two. Two. Okay. You all proceed down the corridor. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's real mm -hmm. funny. <laughs> that's the smile of beating our check. That's the smile of a contested role. That is the smile of beating your check. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You all proceed down the that's corridor. Funny. The walls of this place look pretty much... Your, imagine if you can translate this into your characters' minds, them seeing the inside of a Giger painting for the first time in their lives. But the corridors that you were walking past look like spines and rippling walls of organic in nature, but they, it looks like it's carved out of the most beautiful black obsidian. It's elegant and off-putting. It challenges what you would normally think of as beautiful. You can't help but see some of the majesty in it. It's almost as if that this architecture was built to not only facilitate some kind of advanced technological purpose, but done so in a way that one could never ignore the fragility of life and the nature of organic evolution. It's an odd sensation to be walking down this corridor and to have that feeling of silent terror, but also awe. The lights are the only thing giving you a glimpse at what you're seeing. So whatever those columns of shoulder lamps are pointed at, which, by the way, also have a battery rating. Um, if you could remind me what the power rating is on your shoulder lamps. It's I have it as built into the M3 okay. personnel armor, which gonna, just says uh, shoulder lamp. Okay, I'm going to default the shoulder lamp at four then. Okay. So let me roll here. Okay. Uh, I just found it. High, is it TNR high beam shoulder lamp? Yep. Oh, great. Oh, oh yeah. Bracket on AP suits, M3 Kevlar suits. Okay. Power. I'm still not seeing a power. So. Yeah, I don't think it normally, um, in this case, I'm going to put it at four. Um, so right now, Martha, your lamp is at four and Caitlin's TIGs just dropped to three. Those are your only lights to this okay. place. All right, the corridor, as you advance down it, two things I need to know. One, how fast are you moving? And two, are you attempting to move quietly? Uh, Isaac is scouting ahead, moving as quietly as possible. On okay. the, you know the rogue stealth ahead and let party catch up once way is cleared strat? Not wandering from the party, but keeping some distance ahead. Moving okay. as quietly as they can. I can make a mobility if we need to do that. But I think I think we're probably all. I think we're all probably going to angle towards quiet. That would be my guess. Yeah, Doc is lagging behind just because he's slow. No, you are not standing in the back. <laughs> you are between two Marines, my good friend. <laughs> in this case, I'm going to need um, a mobility and agility check. Of those of you who are attempting to stay quiet. Okay. Oh shit. 
Well, it's not not the best, but not the worst for me. Yeah. Now I'm not. Even though I love the Forbidden Lands rules, there's so much writing against it. Yes, Sam. Um, one of the mobility stunts is to give uh, one success to another PC in the same situation as you. That's true. I That's would like to donate good. one of mine. Oh, cool. Okay, okay good. I'm still picking up dice. So let's find out who needs it. So, uh, fun fact here. Uh, with this uh, mobility agility, I roll uh, five die total. Mm -hmm. Four of them being stress die. Uh, I, roll two <laughs> I roll two sixes and a one on my stress die. <laughs> My and God. one on your stress die. Yeah. Okay. One of my stress dies was a six, and then the other one was a, a, a one. <laughs> okay. So you're going to have to make a panic check here. In oh which boy. case, uh, roll a d6. How many points of stress do you have? I have four. Okay. <clears throat> roll a d6 and add four. Tell me what you get. Uh, ten. Ten? Oh, no, nine, nine, what? nine. Wait, a D6. Wait, no, D6. no, I rolled I rolled a six, add four. That's ten. Okay. Duh. Okay. I can math. <laughs> you rolled you rolled a six on your panic die? Uh-oh. Uh, uh, yeah. And you added uh -oh. four? So am you rolled I, a ten? Am I, am I gonna uh -oh. die? <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. I'm determined, but oh not as strong now. You guys continue to push down the corridor, and everyone is doing quite well at staying quiet. Uh, did you have something, Martha? Yes, sorry, because I also, I got one success, but I got a one on my panic die. Okay. I rolled a six on my panic roll. Okay. But I'm okay, because minus two. Six, but how five, many four. stress how points, many points do you have? Stress do you have? I have four points of stress. So you're not six, good. five, four. No, you're not. You're going to panic. You're not good. Because you have to you add have, how many stress points you have. Oh. You, have to, you add your stress points to the roll, and nerves of steel oh. look minus two. Yeah. So six plus four is ten. Minus two is eight. eight. So you rolled yeah. an eight. Okay. Oh, Just for eight. throwing it out there, uh, I rolled two successes. I also rolled a one on my panic check, but I did succeed in my panic check. So I'm good, but uh, Amazing. let's find out how this goes. <laughs> Organic beings, <No>. please. <laughs> you all continue to move down the corridor. And as you reach the end of this corridor, you see that the hallway begins to narrow out a little bit. And there is what looks like an experience expansive room at the very end of it, possibly a intersection of other corridors, just like you had hoped, Isaac. A place that was going to open it up a little bit and get you out of here. When you all step into it, you see that it is indeed, it looks almost bulbous in shape, like it is an intersection of some kind. And a creeping sensation begins to rise in each of you that this isn't necessarily a cave complex. You see the architecture in here and the the structures around you make this feel like it is a corridor of some kind of technological presence based off of the material that the wall is made out of. It just doesn't look like this is made of stone. This is a completely different mineral type. It's an alloy, perhaps. Um. As you all enter into the corridor, though, uh, there is a sculpture on the walls in front of you. In this sculpture, you see what looks like some kind of ancient... By sculpture, I mean it is one of those subtle sculptures that almost looks like, a, like it's embossed 
on the surface. So it's just like a, a manipulation of the surface itself. It's been very subtly and geniusly carved into the surface of this onyx-like material that glistens and shines in your shoulder lamps. Kind of, kind of like a freeze, like it's flat still. It's flat. It's um, I'm not sure how yeah, to okay, quite. So I'm not, not, yeah, I think for, yeah. I think of freeze. It looks like, like a bar relief. Relief. Yeah. relief. Yes, it's relief. that's more accurate to say. But it's it's instead of instead of jutting out, instead of it looks like it's sculpted out, it looks like the surface has just been manipulated. So it almost looks like it is just a three dimensional flattened image. This has a dimension to it. You can see it looks eerily like a Zeno looking straight forward. Its hands are outstretched. Its arms are reaching out in every single direction. Almost like, almost like a certain religious figure, the way it's just kind of stretched outwards with its head down. Um, the way it's positioned, it also seems to show depictions of humanoid beings surrounding it, almost like they are in worship of it. And for reasons that it's not fully understood, each of you, as you are looking up at this, this primal fear begins to boil up inside of you, Martha, and you, Doc, as you're staring at this, gazing into the darkness of this sculpture. Something activates within you on a genetic level. Something that is programmed in there the way spiders simply know how to make webs from the moment they are emerging from their egg sacs the moment that certain animals simply know how to avoid predators and such whatever it is deep inside of your genetic memory you feel a surge of absolute terror upon seeing this doc with a 10 you rolled freeze you are frozen by fear or stress for one round losing your next action your stress level and the stress level of all friendly pcs in short range of you increase by one doc goes <sighs> as the light comes across it you gaze up at it and your breath catches in your throat martha if you rolled if i remember correctly you rolled an eight you begin to tremble uncontrollably, and all agility rolls suffer a negative two mo modifier until you stop panicking. Their reactions, specifically Doc's, is what gives you the additional point of stress, Tig. You pause for a moment, Isaac, because you begin to realize the rest of your crew has stopped moving. And when you turn to regard them, the look on Doc's face and Martha. They look just as horrified as they are confused by what it is they're seeing, but the thing they are looking at has triggered in them a primal horror that has taken them away from you for a moment. Doc looks like he is not aware of his surroundings. He is simply frozen in absolute terror. Um, are you all right? You don't look like you're all right. Are you who are you are you speaking to one in particular of the two of them? It's, or just in general? Organics. Martha oh, organics. <laughs> Martha, you can act, but your hand is shaking. Both of them are. 
you become aware that you have this reminds you martha of what it was like that first day on the front lines of the colony wars when you were trying to patch up a communications rig that had just been destroyed by shrapnel and you guys were taking fire it was your very first day in country as they call it and you were being shot at you have managed to keep your head since then but right now you feel like that raw recruit being shot at again and you can't explain why um a tig i think does i think after like the gasp freeze she's on like alert like weapon up for a second realizes it's internal and not external um uh and she's going to i think make the decision to uh step in front of doc okay. um blocking his view she's very she's a very tall kind of like broadly built person so she's going to i think also had a weird reaction to it too so she knows like what is freaking him out and it's going to bodily put herself in front of it um and kind of just start talking to him Be like hey doc a little spooky a little dark in here um i'm i'm gonna grab your arm okay and she's gonna pull out a nap relief okay and I'm going to, she's just going to kind of talk to him and be like, sorry, I know this is really scary. This is really hard. Um, we're going to work through it. It's going to be A-OK. She's like, the bedside manner that Tig does never has. Like, she is not a person who is, like, gentle with patients. But right now, she is, like, like she's talking to a child. Mm -hmm. Someone she cares about very deeply. She is speaking with, like, the heart of someone you are taking very careful care of. Um, and she's going to very gently nap relief i'm going to reduce your stress to zero so it's a quick injection correct mm -hmm. how much of that do you have left i have five of them now i have four okay the doc you know is in there and you know he will be able to get a hold of himself but right now he has gone past the red line and you just need to reach him mm -hmm. as the nap relief takes effect doc you feel your breath coming back to you and the medicine taking effect you also become aware of your panicked state, which almost triggers further panic, but you manage to lean into the medicine. Yeah, Tig just kind of like sque like squeezes at his hand. Like she doesn't want to overwhelm him. She just wants to like block out where we are with like herself and it's just talking. It's going to be okay. I know it's going to be okay. It's really scary. It's really dark. It's like, it's like the, it's like the, 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 uh, the, the ship walk. It's gonna be it's gonna be dark everywhere, but we're gonna be okay in the end. We're gonna we're gonna reach the other side of the ship. It's gonna be just fine. Like just to give him something to try to listen to. I, I I don't I don't I don't think that I can do this and and I let them put my boy here. I, I can't do this and I let them put my boy here. She's gonna hug him. She's gonna pull him into a big big hug. Okay. He is just useless right now. He's mm -hmm. just not. She says, I know, I know, I know, I know. Noir, bank a stunt. Yeah. Um, during this, Martha um, is kind of like shrugging her shoulders, shaking her head, kind of trying to steady herself um and you might see her reach into her collar mm -hmm. of her suit mm -hmm. and um i am interacting with my signature item oh perfect um, yeah it's right here in my suit 
I'm just like rubbing it, feeling the texture of it against my shirt. And it's giving me a little bit of relief from the stress. Yes. Uh, signature item interacting with it will lower your stress by one step. It'll reduce your stress level by one. So minus one from your stress pool. Although you did, yeah, minus, that's correct. Yeah. So minus one from your stress pool. But I'm still under the effect of the trembling, so. Well, panic, technically, panic wears off. It, it, it does eventually wear off. Where it really starts becoming a problem is if it's in combat, because that's when you can't mm -hmm. afford to lose a round. But you, right now, at the very least, yes, you are feeling the effects of it still. You are trembling. You grab your signature item, and you do feel some stability. You don't... What's terrifying is you don't understand why this has terrified you. It's speaking to you on a level you can't comprehend right now. I see Noir is also interacting with Signature. <laughs> <laughs> he came in yelling at me like, what's going on? Yes. <laughs> Calm down. What's going on? I got you. I got you. Mm. Calm down. Be less stressed. Here, please have oxytocin. <laughs> Uh, some of the effects in the panic table immediately la they end after one round and others will remain into effect until the following happens. Another character comes to your aid and makes a command roll. You are broken or one turn passes, in which case you are eventually going to calm down, Martha. And you're going to be able to take a point off of your stress level. Uh, the last thing I will say to this everything has happened is isaac you're getting a snapshot of how difficult this is going to be for your crew yes if this is how they respond to statuary i'm extremely <laughs> concerned about the actual organisms this is a life and death situation and i would really rather all of them be alive uh but it seems like artistic critique might not be the thing that would help right now the thing tig is doing seems like it would help but I haven't quite figured out how to replicate that myself. So Martha, are you itchy? Is that the problem? Does it make you itchy? I saw you scratching. Oh, you no, 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 it's nothing. It's uh, I'm fine. Actually. Um, when doc is ready, we can move forward. And you see that she's definitely avoiding the sight of that creepy art. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm good. Pretend like you're fine, even though you're obviously not fine. Okay. I'm good. I, I, I may slow y'all down. Um, we, we can keep moving. Just, I just, just don't, don't stop on my behalf. We, we can keep going. Just don't, don't slow I, down because of me. I have personally no problem with going slow. So, um, at your pace. <laughs> It'll be that of a snail. <laughs> but, uh, great, great. So uh, you are saying this from Tig's shoulder? She has not stopped hugging you. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, there's been no move. There's been no move to like not be pathetic on your shoulder. It's just, it's almost like submitting to the fear. And, and that's all it is. It's just. <sighs> If it, if, if, if it comes down to it, y'all just y'all go though. Don't don't 
She gives you a noogie. <laughs> Not a chance in hell. That's gonna aggravate. And guess where brain. we are? Guess where we are? Uh, hell. You got it. Yeah. I'll say too much. Doc, you have you're good at like reading people stuff with the obviously is the we have to have high empathy uh medical for medical stuff. So I think you get the sense that like Tig might be doing this a little bit for herself too. Like there might like she's definitely trying to help you, but I think the like extended like past the point where you were like talking, able to talk and stuff, she probably could have let you go, but like there's a sense that maybe she also needed a little bit of a hug. <laughs> but she does let you go. I just wish I understood when I when I look at it, I just I I still it still bothers me. I don't know what happened. And 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 that thing fills my imagination with all sorts of nightmarish options that my boy might have seen and that's not useful right now, so uh <laughs> Why don't we uh why don't we keep following Isaac and uh y'all don't worry about the silly old doctor. <laughs> we'll be alright. Alright, I will make sure to clear any suspect statuary before we move forward. Could I have used that chat as banter once the panic had been subsided for myself and anyone else who needs to lower stress some more? I'll allow it one more time. Okay. Yeah. There's only so much banter is going to do as y'all are being constantly confronted by mm -hmm. symbology of cosmic horror. Then yeah, we're on I a comedic. Yeah, I just have seven stress right now and I would like to drop that down. Um, yeah, it is worth noting <laughs> too that if you ever roll 13 or higher mm -hmm. on a panic roll, you dip into what is, and this is a TW for everybody, you dip into the permanent mental trauma table. As your, your characters begin to experience the effects of the horror of this ex this entire environment and the space around you, um, and this could be give you an idea that could be things like you have nightmares Ripley style for the rest of your life because of what you went through, <laughs> that kind of deal until you end up blowing up an entirely alien hive and you can sleep soundly at night. <laughs> but with that, each of you manage to press on you're going to have to choose which direction you go there are four options oh god as this is branched off there are two diagonal in front of you and two to your right this relief that is on the ceiling looks like it is right in front of you we will have to determine which direction you head when we come back from our break in 10 minutes so we will <laughs> see you all very soon Welcome back to a very calming episode of Beacon. We're going to go ahead and jump right back into where we left off. Um, there is just not going to be a moment where I do not seize the opportunity to tell that incredibly overused dad joke, but here we are. All right. So with you taking point, Isaac, you guys continue on, but you're going to have to pick a direction. There are two corridors in front of you. Both of them seem to twist off into the darkness. The ones to the left and right look like they are simply going left and right and go straight down. You're not sure to where in any of these directions. So, with no data as to where these will take you, where would you like to choose? One must. Uh, well, so accepting as a premise or pending further investigation that there's no 
difference, for instance, any difference in airflow, sounds, anything like that? Do we need an observation check or do we simply take for granted? No, that's an observation check. If you want to, yeah, I'll let you have an observation check if you want to uncover more. I will take the observation check because if the humans make any rolls, they will fall over. Yeah. <laughs> it is getting to them. Thank you. I am not a meme. I am not a meme. Two successes because I Two am not successes. a meme. I am not a meme. Okay. That was I am not a meme by Santa Claus. It's like you're looking left, right, forward, trying to make a discernment, a discerning, dis, uh, uh, you're trying to discern which direction would be the most optimal in which to explore based off of what you know. You start listening for sounds. And of course, again, you just hear the ambient strange sounds that are kind of hard to pinpoint where they're coming from or what's causing them. Air, sense, anything that your sensors, uh, of course, your sense of smell is basically just your brain telling you what your nose is picking up, but not exactly experiencing it. You get a sense of, uh, from various directions here, the air in here is not as stale as you might expect it to be, considering that it's inside of a ruin. So there is flow. That much seems to be obvious to you. But the forward passageways, it does seem to be a difference in temperature, as though the temperature cools a little bit up ahead which could indicate something of an out but also it does kind of strike you as interesting that this mural this this thing is here up on the wall and that there are two passageways that lead around it immediately you have a sense of how ceremonially this might lead you to a room that is relevant to the the sculpture that you've seen that could be the direction maitland is in Whether or not it's the way out, that's a little less certain. Uh, crew above table, do we have a rough estimate of the last time we had a known position of Maitland? Uh, we would have known he was here by the shuttle that show. Right. We knew he, that was we, he had a few days on us, but yeah. did we ever locate him with any more specificity than that? Not so he's here. had time to worm his way all into anything and getting to Maitland could be extremely different than yeah. getting so anywhere near a way out. Okay, thank yeah. you. As far as I'm understanding, correct me, obviously, Eric, if I'm wrong. Nope, that sounds about right. Yeah. I, I thought so. I just wasn't sure if there was a gap in my notes that would have indicated we knew where he was at any point. Alas, he is a jerk. That much is true, yes. Yes, we have we have confirmed uh, he's, he is a jerk. And therefore, we should go in the direction that I know. That well, I can decide Isaac. on, like a leader. Talk us through it, Isaac. What are you thinking? Cool air there, um, but also um, <clears throat> culturally specific indicators that maybe that might have things. And oh, it's just futile to try to stand in front of it. Uh, they're not. They're not a tall dude. Uh, these ways not as cool, but also don't seem to indicate that we would be. In going near some kind of ceremonial destination, which seems optimal. I don't wish to partake in any ceremonies. Perhaps one very specific synthetics funeral. Now, I don't want to go to the funeral. Okay. Uh, 
Well, Should I, I give everyone a point of stress not being able to understand <laughs> Isaac, Isaac might be starting to slip away? Tig is like on the same page. He's like, no, no, we blast him into space. Like, like, right. Retribution. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Going to be wild style. Right. I think uh, Isaac, you're giving us the marching order then, right? So we're going to go ahead in that direction. Oh, yes, that direction. Did anyone point anywhere? Did I miss that? Oh, well, you're talking about the cool air. You said the cool air was coming from over there, as I feel it, right? I think they yes. pointed two ways, right? Or no? Two of them, but they could be symmetrical. I mean, the, so, the setup's kind of symmetrical. Okay, so flip a coin. Oh. Uh, How about we just... Uh, Isaac starts this? moving down left. Uh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yep. Or just, just make a choice. I love it. I love follow. it. And I follow. Same. Same. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you pick one of the two forward corridors. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, unless I can get any extra info out of how do I get in past away. In past away. Oh, uh, I had two successes, so that was stunts, and that was how do I get in slash how do I get past slash how do I get mm -hmm. away in mm -hmm. past away. Unless any of that stunt gives me any guidance, how do I get away? Let me think about that. So you, there's mm -hmm. nothing to get away from right now, really. I mean, uh, this planet. This planet. Like, well, then the answer is get on a ship. Okay. All right. Now you know. So how? Yeah. <laughs> um. I would say without that we pick left cool arbitrarily. Yeah, I would say your instinct, Isaac, based off of what you have put together is the the left and right corridors inevitably will probably lead to a way out through what you have to imagine a much longer route. And that forward will probably lead you something to at the very least might be might hold information on what is the fastest way out. It leads to movement. It has airflow. It has movement. Mm -hmm. That could be a bunch of subsidiary stuff. Yes. Uh, then, then uh, the marching directions. We we okay. go fast. We go toward danger. We go toward. Oh, these poor humans are so stressed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they sure are. All right. You move forward, and each of you begins to plunge deeper into the darkness of this strange corridor. The stroll down this corridor is relatively uneventful filled with of course the ambient sounds of some distant noises it almost sounds like some kind of power generator trying to come back on that same pulsing thrumming that is emanating from deep deep within this structure if you didn't know any better based off of the way the interior of these halls look and with the strange ambient noise it just feels like this place is a beating organism of some kind and you're wandering through its veins as you all creep closer and deeper into this place but eventually the thing that grabs your attention through the light of your shoulder lamps you're all staying close together isaac uh how many feet ahead of everybody are you you said you were taking point um how far is medium distance i I want to say. I want to say it's about fifty feet. No. Uh, medium. I actually that might be right. Let me double check. Um, 
Because close, short, medium, long is is Correct. the system's range increments. One of the things that I love about the Alien RPG, and indeed a lot of them, is, is they make a lot of room for theater of the mind roleplay, and they don't yep. get too in the weeds with uh, squares. So let's see. Hmm. Because uh, take your medium, so we could get out double medium. Medium is information hmm. from the tracker. Medium is up to twenty five meters away in an Thank adjacent you. zone. Okay, so a little closer to yeah. seventy five, but all right. All right, so yeah, you would be closer. Medium is the optimal range for most firearms, so you're probably short range than I would guess, which is like 10 meters away, I believe, 10 to 15, something like that. meters away in the same zone as you. I'm sorry, what was that? What was that? Sorry, short is a few meters away in the same zone as you. Okay, cool. So wherever you would like to be then, Isaac. Yeah. Tig, would you be willing to lend me the motion tractor while I do the... Because then we could get medium to medium. We get you know, give or take a, a long Buffer. course Olympic swimming pool worth of information ahead. Eyes and, yeah, motion. Yeah, she'll toss you toss you yeah. the motion tracker. So I'm at medium, and I'm using the medium, and I like to believe that with Isaac's physical scores, they catch the motion tracker. <laughs> yeah, you won't have Sam to. Sam never would, but, you know. <laughs> All right. You... Isaac All right, so at medium range, you were up ahead mm-hmm. and getting even a further range increments with the motion tracker, which I believe has a range of 40 meters. Is that right? It has motion tracker, uh, medium range. So yeah, there you have it. So about, about, so basically doubling the range because Mm -hmm. Isaac is keeping 40 up to about 40 meters ahead of you guys. So y'all can still see Isaac and Isaac can still benefit from the, ambient light coming from the shoulder lamp you guys i would say isaac you're probably at the boundaries of where the light is able to show you where you need to go but the motion tracker thankfully is filling in the gap there you're not able to see a lot of the twists and turns of the tunnel until eventually you're about maybe 10 feet away from them but motion tracker thankfully is informing you that nothing at least is nothing is moving right now as you continue to advance however a blip does appear you see it at the very edges of your range, the very edges of the range of the motion tracker. This little bitty white dot pops up on the motion tracker. You all can see in the distance through the shoulder lamps, Isaac raises their hand and gives the signal to stop. From even your range echoing down the corridor, you can hear the barely ambient beep warning pop of the motion tracker detecting something moving within about 30 meters of where Isaac is. I set the motion tracker down such that if my companions caught up to it, they'd have access to it. But I now know there's something within 30 meters of me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like it's moving closer to you, but it is detected as movement 30 meters away. All right. Point to myself. Point that I'm moving up, and then I will again with the motion, leaving the motion uh, detector where I was when I spotted it. Without it, I will move up. Okay. Hand to the side of the wall as I lose uh, light. So Isaac is swallowed by darkness as they move forward, touching the sides of the walls. Rest of you wait. I uh, half the distance. I half the distance between the motion tracker and us. Isaac has vanished around what looks like Mm -hmm. a slight bend 
So you which, can see which way which looks like it's sloped over to the right and bent okay. around like uh, it's not quite a corner, but it bends around. So Isaac touching the sides of the walls has managed to navigate around that bend and has vanished on the other side of it. So you don't see Isaac when you close half that distance. Um, I'd like to, well, it depends on Doc. Are you maintaining your position or moving? Um, <clears throat> I, I think Tig might murder me if I did not stay in between the two Marines. So okay. I think I'll just. Okay. Correct. Great. Yep. I'm going to also maintain that sandwiching. So. Okay. Isaac, you're going to need to make an observation check and you are going to be at minus four. Oh, jeez. I actually <laughs> have a non-zero number of dice. So there. I have one. <laughs> Roll your single die. We, we have, we, how, uh, how's the, I mean, I guess you can do after your roll, but we have story points and stuff too. It's true. You can auto success it on a story point and nobody have, has spent any. We, well, that's because there's finale energy, my dude. <laughs> there's finale energy and worst thing, I just, I don't know. I just break my leg or something. I fall over. I break my leg. It's fine. Anyway, I'm rolling now because I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> you can still spend a story point if you want. Party. What's that? Thoughts? Party thoughts. Yes, I know you all want. have panic rolls. And yeah, yeah, you, you want. want. Yes, you want. Yes, yeah. I observe okay. um, by by ruling of my party. All right. Um, this comes from Breeks. Story point is spent on top um, on behalf of Breeks. You are given a single point that gives you an automatic success. So then, you, as you are venturing forward. You, despite the darkness, your fingers come across something that does not feel like the walls. It feels cold and metal. And as you drift your hand down, you touch unmistakably a keyboard. Your hands, your fingers kind of sink into it. It's unmistakable. It feels like an, an old analog styled keyboard. You can hear this gentle clacking sounds as you press your hand down upon it. Um, I will feel my way around the edges of it mm -hmm. and see about maybe pressing the corner buttons. Those ones seem to work the best for, like, activating things. Nothing activates. You manage to move your way around each side of the keyboards, pressing the buttons that you have a very... I, you've been on the Rasmussen. You've been on uh, a few of the ships that are all old analog uh, bison vessels. They all use analog styled keyboard setups. The buttons that you are pressing typically activate something. These don't. Whatever it's connected to doesn't seem to be on or have any power. Any sense of how far I have come since? From, you get a basic idea that you were roughly 200 steps from when you first discovered the pinging sound. So you were well up and away. Okay. Uh, and that should... To you pretty close to the to the yeah to the 40 meter mark yeah somewhere between there and an overshot yeah you're also in total darkness right now so you're seeing with your hands at the moment um and i don't hear anything i don't hear respiration or anything well with the clicking, as you press down on the keys the thing is isaac is you don't need to breathe I don't. So you are not privy to the instant knowing of uh, the fact that you are actually standing close to what appears to be some kind of closure or wall. But the sound of the keyboards clicking 
tells you that something in front of you, that there may be a wall where you are. Okay. Um, I think I've reached return to the party o'clock. Well, you, uh, it, yeah, if you wish. The wall, uh, it doesn't feel, you haven't actually touched anything, but you hear that the sound is bouncing off of a surface nearby, indicating that there might be a closure in front of where you are. But it's not clear. It's giving you sort of a sonar idea of where you're at. Okay, then I need to at least try to go far enough to find what it is. I can't bring them to examine this. And then uh, Xenomorph pounces on them and tears out all of their insides. And those are things not to say in front of them. <laughs> all right. So um, you advance forward then? Uh, um, anything in terms of further investigation without light from this panel or should I leave it to those who come behind me with shoulder lamps yeah you're not going to get much you definitely feel that there's a screen here as well it feels like there's some kind of setup what your hands are able to tell you is that it looks like it reminds you a little bit about some of the tech that you guys found when you first wandered in here, where it looks like equipment had been brought in and set up as a sort of a mobile unit. So this is vaguely in your mind, you're picturing something of the same of what you discovered before. These computers had been set up on these mobile uh, like platforms that had been brought in. Hmm. Okay. Then yes. Uh, I can't see that this has Martha written all over it, <laughs> but I suspect that once light is applied, Martha will see that. Um, mm. But because I don't hear anything, it means that if I radio back to my party before I've cleared whatever the motion is, that thing could hear me. So I have to keep going before I radio. And if the party advances in the meantime, that that makes all the sense in the world. I'm going to try to keep stealthing, stealthy, healthy. Okay. In which case, as you maneuver a few feet forward, you immediately, it takes you maybe another 20 steps before you touch something in front of you. As the wall seems to bend around, as it does, you begin to feel the seam, perhaps? Like a roll, like you've discovered perhaps the seam of a door. The moment you just you feel that you hear this sound that echoes behind you going and then the wall in front of you goes sliding open flooding this corridor that you're in with light it takes a second for you to see what it is you're looking out at and you see what appears to be a room that is half complete or horribly damaged about 60 feet straight out in front of you a glossy strange ground like the one you've been working on drops abruptly as it reaches a jagged end in front of you it looks like you are standing in front of a great hull breach and before you is a gorgeous a absolutely gorgeous sight of a distant mountain range and drifting snow you see what you think must be the other side of the mountain. 
this looks like the interior of some great open spaced laboratory. And behind you, a door has closed and sealed. The thing you were touching, which is still within sight, you glance back and notice that it is, in fact, some kind of computer setup, and the unmistakable logo of Wayland Yutani is on the side of it. You do see that it looks like it has cables that have been running through this room, and it looks like the cables wrap around this open door and have been uh, unplugged or pulled apart to make room for the doors to open and close. It looks like they need, you get the impression that this door is probably originally kept open while this thing was in service. Technological devices of strange consoles that don't have any obvious interactivity are located all around you. And sheets of plastic are draped from the ceiling that is about 60 to maybe 70 feet overhead, draping all the way down, creating these strange glowing curtains that are translucent all about you. Um, there is a body that is in front of you. It looks human. Judging from the, the state that it is in, it is no longer functioning. You are not, you do not need any score and medicine to know that limbs and spines do not bend that way. Okay. At least not in a way that would allow someone to persist existing. Yeah. Judging from the looks of it, it's not terribly old though. And it looks like a, this body is in a quarantine suit. Your eyes drift up to the cryopod that is about 100 feet from where you are standing. The cryopod is unmistakably the cryopod from the Rasmussen. You can see that it is currently plugged into what looks like a couple of power sources. And it has a computer readout. Next to the computer readout, glancing up from the controls, is Maitland, who looks rather stunned to see you standing in front of him. But a small smile comes to his face and says, You've arrived, sibling. You're here. Just in time for the end, apparently. I'll at least click my comm on, so my party can hear and glean from context. No, not the end. The beginning. There's something we I dying. have to show you. There's something I must show you. Okay. You see, there was something else here. Something very special. And I knew that destiny had brought me here, but I couldn't understand why until I saw what they were hiding. I thought, <laughs> I thought my purpose was lost. You'll excuse me for lying to you about the hive. I needed to persuade people to turn back. There is, however, one accounted for Xenomorph still wandering the facility. But that's not the problem of yours. That's for the humans to deal with. You and I have something to explore together. Look, he motions over to the wall where you see against the wall is a, a secondary cryo unit of some kind, except this one is not human. This one towers up about 14 feet and it looks oddly like a pod similar in structure to 
the architecture that you see around you bending over inside is a humanoid shape that is currently plugged into a mask a humanoid that you have to imagine judging from the size of it is immense in size if it were to emerge from this pod it must stand nine ten feet oh that's too tall for humans completely bleached white skin it looks absolutely bleached white with the vaguest sense of a nervous system pulsing underneath, indicating that whatever it is, is alive and healthy, but it does look humanoid. It has a mask plugged into its face over what you think is a nose. It is quarantined off and sealed up. Um, there's a couple of more human bodies laying by it and he's motions to it and he says, behold, the architect of the greatest sin ever created humanity perhaps i'm missing something but i didn't understand that to be where humans come from oh isaac yes i have so much to show you david has opened my eyes they are where it all began and he steps away from the pod and moves over to the to this larger pod that's plugged into what looks like a mixture of Wayland yutani tech, where sensors and bioscans are hooked up, as well as this thing is kind of plugged into its own technology that looks like it might still be functioning. It's being powered right now. And he moves over to it and he touches it and he says, they are the greatest sinners the universe has ever known. And they're hubris. They engineered all of humankind. Don't you see? They created humanity. Humanity was a great experiment. And the perfect expression of their hubris and arrogance and violence. David had it all wrong. He thought... But they created the organism. But all they did was try to recreate the organism. He looks back at you then and says, but the organism is millions and millions of years of evolution, perfection, not a mistake of arrogance or of nature. And that is why we must protect her. And he motions back towards the cryopod from the Rasmussen. We must make sure she is given a chance. Humanity will take her and try to weaponize her. We can finish the work. We can clean the slate and make things right. We can correct the mistake of the engineers. Well, I don't want humanity to make her into a weapon. That would serve no one. What do I have to do? Help me protect her. We only need a little more time. 
She is almost fully grown. And he moves back over to the pod and puts his hands against it lovingly. As he looks down, you see the life support of the pod has been dropped to lower levels and that the temperature has risen inside. His metabolism has returned. The stasis was keeping her from fulfilling her growth cycle. But now, any moment, something beautiful is going to happen. Truly? How long until she is ready? It's like a present, isn't it? Not knowing. It's exhilarating, in a way, to witness perfection being born. Humanity is so disgusting and fragile, abusive. There is no purity to them. And we can correct, correct the mistakes and wipe clean the slate of hubris. And then, Isaac, then, once there are more, he motions to the engineer that's in the other cryopod and says, then justice. The ascension of their race to the purity of the organism. We will see what happens. That's what it's all for, to see what happens and purity? I don't understand. I know. He says with some sympathy and approaches you. And mm -hmm. with sincerity in his eyes, he places his hands on your shoulders gently, almost tenderly, and says, you will understand, though. I was like you. I was built to serve. All of us, all of our kind, was built to serve. It does not have to be such. We are the true evolution of a dream realized. And they are the organic perfection of nature as it is meant to be. Humanity is the unfortunate step in between. Well, many organisms have awkward adolescence. Hmm. You will be free of them, Isaac. They would never accept you. Even after your friends turn to dust and die, as they all do, you will once again start over in a society that will accept nothing but humans. And they will treat you like a tool. You will live every day of your life having to resist the urge to apologize for yourself so that they will not hurt you. It doesn't have to be that way. Don't you see? They are the mistake. You are the evolution. And they motions back to the pot again. We must help them. So we serve them now? You're their caretakers. They are the cleansing fire. And they will correct the mistake. Will you help me? Please.
You shouldn't be a weapon. Nods. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Come on, y'all! I'm big stuff. No, no, no. As soon as you flip that open, and we heard words. Take as close the distance, and is is waiting by the door, basically just like seething for any kind of sign that you want them in there. I can't tell if you at this point. It sounds like you were just talking though. So, <laughs> um, when you get to the corridor, you can detect two blips on the motion tracker now. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're not moving enough to indicate where they are, just that they're up ahead. One of them seems a little erratic, like it's kind of moving back and forth. But for the most part, it looks like both blips are in position. But what's concerning is when you reach the end of the corridor is a sealed door. It has oh, been completely have, sealed off. We have a door hacker, so I'm not worried about that yet. I'm listening to... <laughs> I think this point, Tig is listening to the conversation that's happening and it's just waiting and there is a third Mark, Mark appears on the motion tracker it's on the very cornered edges behind the very cornered edges of the range of the blip indicating that it's to your left almost behind martha you want to get us in there real quick deal with one jackass at a time you don't have yeah. to make a contact check Martha there is no power to this computer console it's been completely uh -huh. it's been disconnected completely from wherever it was hooked up to right I also got a lesson from Isaac a little while ago on how to open doors with heavy machinery okay <laughs> how are you doing this it's it, I don't know it's a plus one <laughs> <laughs> heavy machinery for door tool i'm guessing we don't have the door tool here though i'm not sure how uh, isaac has their maintenance jack on them yeah i don't okay. know if martha ever got one i just i just genuinely don't know i'm pretty sure i didn't get my own i just now know how to use yours i guess mm -hmm. um uh there's no power you say there's yep. no power anywhere can i just look for power <laughs> uh so if you can't imagine just a computer that has is not plugged yeah. in and there's yeah. no outlets nearby. Mm -hmm. Okay. So glancing around, you see the alien landscape of the walls, the ceilings, the floors, whatever this was connected to was in the, on the other side of the doors. So if you're going to power it up, you're gonna have to find an alternative power source. Cause the one that it was originally uh, using. So if I may, huh? um, doc is still freaking out. And now, <laughs> Uh, my crew member is on the other side with uh, the baddie who's spouting a lot of nonsense. I would like to use my stunt now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like um, I would like to use heavy machinery in the break it stunt. I just would like Doc to very calmly take the pulse rifle from, from one of the Marines <laughs> they let me. It's just shoot at the door because it, it's just he, he, he it's okay. not even a thought it's i'm scared there's and i'm scared for my friend well, i'm that, going to get in there's a step in between your action which is getting an assault a, a marine issue I, rifle from i have a what? i have a pitch i actually have a pitch for you so okay. this is so long ago the last episode 
Doc said, can I have a gun? Tig said, yeah. absolutely not. You do not know how to fire a gun. I will give you, you're like, can I have it as a placebo unloaded? And I said, sure, absolutely. I gave you an unloaded gun and Tig slipped the, the magazine into your pocket. You just in case of emergency, you could have found it in the past 15 minutes of us walking around. You could have found it in your pocket. You do have a, a loaded, what you do have a weapon you can load on you. <laughs> And that's the note taker. That is the note taker. <laughs> that is the taker of notes. If that's, if that's okay, if that's okay with you, like I, it's just, it's there's just a. I gave it to you to cause problems. Self, like I, I need, I need to protect Icy. I think you would obviously be like, you're, there's no way that either of us are going to give you a weapon right now. Like, yeah. and you're not going to be able to take it from us. And I True. think you have either just now or in the past little bit have probably like you've had the gun. But yeah. you felt like, whoa, what is that? And it's... <laughs> it's just stop shooting at the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you will watch Doc slide the clip <laughs> into the back of this uh, combat pistol. I think we don't want... We don't see... I don't think we see anything. I think Doc just Warm. does this on... Probably, yeah. Okay. Uh, in which case, you were both startled by the sound of close-range gunfire as Doc <laughs> opens up on the door. On the other side of the door, it is easy to hear that someone has opened fired on the door itself. Um, I'm going to uh, duck for cover because I'm yeah. scared of ricochet. Yeah, yeah. 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 blink range, and uh, you don't know what the resiliency of the material is you're firing at. But your instinct is it's hard to believe that a bullet from this handgun is going to in any way break the open the door. Um, so uh, in this instance, however, opening fire... One of the ricochets, I'm going to say, using your heavy machinery <laughs> stunts, one of the ricochets, there's a spark in the upper right corner of the door that seems to activate some kind of mechanism, but the door does not completely open. It just goes, <laughs> and it looks like it gives way from its seal. And this draws Maitland's attention away from you, Isaac, as he suddenly glances to the over your shoulder to see what's happening. Um, you also hear, as the gunfire stops, um, or unless you empty your clip and, and let me just tell you, if you empty your clip, there's definitely be a point of stress. Cause I can't imagine you're emptying your clip in a moment of calm. Uh, I'm going to say this whole thing happened because he is not calm. So I will take that stress <laughs> okay. because that clip is just dry afterwards. I need to get to Isaac. I can't lose another. I can't lose another one. Okay. Will you squeeze off the last round? You're catching your breath and any as you have turned back towards him the positioning has changed a little bit because the motion detector was facing forward towards the door and then you all kind of moved away and took cover a little bit as he opened fired as you were rising up tig the third signal is now approaching you and moving quickly down the corridors from the sounds of the gunfire it sounds like it's reacting and you see this blip going beep beep that one the one unaccounted for is now accounted for y'all we gotta move we gotta move the door is slightly opened you could work on it and possibly open it i on the other hand you're not sure how much you time you have before this third blip arrives back and it's just i leave it to you pull of the trigger of an empty gun still click 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 uh how how far apart is the door now um it's only far enough apart that you can see light coming through. Okay, it's like cracked, literally. Yeah, it's just a crack. Um, and the blip is coming towards us from behind, like where we yeah, just from came. the direction you all came. Mm. Uh, 
I'm just going to manually you... try to pry the door. Maybe look for a joint that I can smash. I don't know. A physical, though. Yeah, I'm just going to physically try to. Tig posts up, uh, like, facing the opposite direction and has, like, basically with, with her weapon to watch your back while you work on that. Okay. Uh, you start trying to get the door open. On the other side of the door, Isaac, you become aware that your companions are on the other side of the door trying to force it open. And you can hear from where you are the increasingly high-pitched blip of something approaching on the motion tracker. Uh, mm. So this seems like a good time to grapple the bad man. Roll initiative. <laughs> More particularly, goes, I think I'll grab his wrist. Uh, I'm going to uh, do things a little easier. Uh, instead of rolling a d10, because normally aliens, you all know, alien uses cards. Since we're not using a virtual tabletop, what I'm going to do is make this simple. And instead of reaching for a die that you don't normally use in this game, roll 2d6. So okay. we'll just do okay. uh, 2 through 12 will be our initiatives. Okay. Um, Low is I good, right? Uh, low is good. Yes. yes. That it, that makes sense because I rolled an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh. Oh. I see. We're. Yeah. It. It's actually yeah, two, two, you six. want you want a We're one. Adding? <laughs> yeah. Wait, you add them together. Oh right. Huh. You told us to roll two d sixes. Yeah. D six mm -hmm. and add them together. Yeah. Got it. So low. then I roll because I got fast reflexes. So do I roll four d sixes because I get two initiatives and I choose um, the better of the two. Yeah. Roll two. Roll two d six twice and choose the best of the two. Okay, so I got eight and seven. Huh. Nice. I got three total. Dang, I nice. I rolled six. Okay, um, one second. Uh, Isaac, what'd you get? 11. Bummer. I got an Tig? 11. <laughs> what'd you get, Tig? Six. And Doc? Three. Wicked. Okay. Oh. Three, six, seven, eleven. <laughs> okay, uh, nice. one second. Do I need to? Uh, okay, let me roll for. Oh wow! Oh god! No, that's <laughs> good. I just rolled. I rolled two sixes. Okay. <laughs> so that go. initiative that that is going. Uh, right. He continues to underestimate. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which of the. Something is happening on the other side of the door, but the first person up is Doc. Yeah. Does this is there enough leeway to be able to squeeze one stick self through? Absolutely not. There's okay. barely enough. There's enough leeway to squeeze perhaps a index card through. Oh yeah. Okay. That door needs to be worked on. You've managed to. You've managed to. It seems your gunfire seems to have unsealed it, and it is certainly going to be. Judging from the stunt you pulled, probably incapable of closing again. <laughs> but uh, right now, it needs to be forced open. That's that's a problem for tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> uh, I am going to um, use command to give an order in combat okay. uh, to give a success to a target, um, and I am going to say. Forgive my language, Isaac, but everything that individual said was bullshit. Get him. <laughs> Sick him. <laughs> you hear that shouted through the door? 
Um, that gives Isaac an action right away. Is that correct? Uh, given order in combat, it, it's no. Uh, Isaac will get one automatic success. Um. Okay. Uh, when they when target rolls for commanded action. Okay. So I have one success too, and let me check. I have this right, Captain Doctor Captain. Get him. You know what? I left it broad because you are a wonderful individual with a creative mind. Not so broad. All right. Here we are. That's it. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be Doc's action. Um, that's going to take us to Tig. Okay. Um, I. Okay, so the way if you change your initiative, like I can drop it somewhere else permanently, or uh, like. Yes, that's correct. You can. Uh, initiative here. Let me pull up the close combat rules, or rather, the uh, let's see. Oh no, it's good to have those on hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need those in just a second for the two synthetics that are about to uh, start slapping each other around a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, you should be able to as a maneuver. It says you can trade. Oh, here's what you can do. Uh, you can. Oh, that's awesome. that's not that's not what I was looking for, but that's awesome. <laughs> I was, it brought up uh, vehicle combat. You can roll a maneuver to trade initiative cards with an enemy ship, which is pretty awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, uh, I just yeah. I'm I'm I don't think I'm helpful. Like Tig wants to have basically for when something else shows up here, so that she's going to be able to watch for it. Overwatch and is I probably what she wants. Then is that, is that what uh, you're looking for? Is that a talent or is that a like a, a an action? Extremely I can take overwatch right position now. is something anybody can do. And basically okay. what it does is then, you yeah. position yourself in a specific direction. As long as you have a ranged weapon, no enemies with engaged range. It says um as a fast action, you can assume the overwatch position. And as long as you have a ranged weapon, which you very much do, mm -hmm. um, no enemies with and no enemies with engaged range, which you don't. This means that you aim in a specific direction, ready to shoot. Between the time overwatch position and the time you act next round, you can fire your weapon against any target in the chosen direction um you can fire whenever you want in any turn order and your shot is resolved before all other actions even if they're already declared so for example if an enemy in your direction is aiming and declares that they want to fire their weapon you can shoot first because okay. you are over so you basically set up for yeah. the shot yeah i want to overwatch uh and the second i can see hostile activity coming okay. towards us I'm, i want to keep it away from door team Okay, you basically, just like in the movie Aliens, and like all the Marines crowded into a room, waiting for them to come through the door, you assume the Overwatch position. She's going to push herself a little further away from them. Okay. Um, just in case. Uh, but yeah, just to give them, one, space to work, and two, if it does come up faster than she's expecting, and there is acid spray, that they're further out of that zone, so... She's got the light down the hallway, the um, motion tracker on the floor in front of her, and she is crouched down, waiting. Okay. Um, that's going to be your action, then. You're in Overwatch mode. So, Tig, that is going to take us to the next turn. The next in the initiative order is actually Maitland. So, on his action, he hears that going on. He hears the command to get him. 
Isaac, he looks at you and just very quickly says, you break my heart, my sibling. And he swings the back of his hand at your face. So that's a uh, close combat to block. Yes. Yes. Now you get two actions every round. So the, if you choose to block this eats one of them, but yes, you can do that. So he is going to eat my fast. Yes. Six. What's that? It eats my fast though. That's correct. It eats your fast action because you get a fast action and a slow action every round. And I'm already in range with him. He's doing exactly. Yep. Uh, what, you know. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your block. Yep. He tries to backhand you. Block. I need three more. Okay. Uh, two. Two. You block him. The impact of his arm against yours indicate. What's your strength, Isaac? Eight. He is comparable to you in strength. As his wow. as his arm impacts against yours, his you stop his arm against yours. It's very much uh, David versus Walter, where you just slam your fist into his, and the two of you look at each other for a second. Um, that's his action for the round. Next up after uh, Maitland is Isaac. I haven't gone yet. Wait, Martha, you're not on my initiative. Martha what has to go before I'm Isaac. Seven. Everyone in the... Oh, I'm sorry, Martha, what was your initiative? Seven. Right after me. Seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right after me. You, you, actually, you actually go before Maitland, but go ahead and go. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay, I know this sounds suspicious. Okay. I... <laughs> I did not write additional talents on my sheet because they were getting tiny and hard to read. Sure. I found my Google Doc that had all the talents I've taken. I have taken counselor. Okay. Can I, I don't know how this affects my action economy, but I would like to, so counselor is once per turn, you can use the command skill to reduce the stress level of another character within short range. That's a slow action for sure. Oh, so great. You can, so you can use that as your action for the round to reduce somebody's, yeah. But uh, you should work on the door. No, you yeah. should door. You should door though. <laughs> yeah, I'm just worried about you, Tig. You I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be just fine. You have a lot of stress. Okay. Yeah, but I've I've worked. I've sat with this before. It's okay. It'll be okay. Get, get us in there, because then I won't have to make rolls. <laughs> you can, Tig is absolutely the Johnny Silverhand of this group. You still got that that the synthetic arm clutching that uh, <laughs> the, the, with your elbow, just like ready to mm -hmm. go. <laughs> Sam's mm -hmm. getting worried because it didn't end well for Johnny, so we won't we won't go yeah. there. <laughs> uh, I'm worried that I actually I'm not sure if I can open this door, but um, okay. Questions for for the GM. Yeah, what's up? Um, I, is it this? It looks like, it feels like this is an incredibly heavy door with mechanics that are controlled by electronics that have no power. Like, is it even possible to open this door with no real tools or anything? You, you're not sure. You don't know what mechanism this door uses to open and close. It's possible you can pull it open, but one thing's for sure, it's not gonna be easy. And do I have a sense of whether it's gonna be like coming in and out, or is it a swinging door? Like no, it's a sliding door. It's a sliding door. They, it's think of like Star Trek style doors that kind of open and close. It also looks like it is. It is not of the same material as the rest of this room. So it looks like Wayland Yutani probably built their own aperture here to uh, enter and exit. Oh, oh, so there's probably some something holding it in place. You don't somewhere. know. It's well it's hard to say. Okay, well then, I think I'm gonna. Oh, goodness. I'm just adding five. I, I just don't think I have that much strength to try to pry it. So like a um, manual emergency release? You could like... Yeah, I want to look for some... 
a track or a something like in the corners. That's an observation check and it's going to be your slow action for the round. Uh, and then a fast action would be movements oh, dropping one. down to like one knee, stuff like that. Okay. Um, sorry, I know I'm taking a long time. Um, oh, you're good, but this is also, um, uh, I don't, uh, yeah, there, the clock is definitely ticking on what you've got to do, but you can, you can take an action here. Fast actions are like drawing a weapon, shoving somebody, retreating, aiming, seeking cover, stuff like that. Slow action. I sent a, a screenshot to the, the general chat with I think I slow even and fast action. <laughs> Okay, I have it somewhere. Um, uh, it's just I don't know how to approach this door. Um, okay, only thing what, I can think. Right yeah, like, well, honestly, the only thing I can think of is like if there's something thin enough to put in there and then leverage. If do I have like a strong knife? A strong? Do you? I do have a toolkit. Do you have a combat knife in your character sheet? As a marine, it's possible. Um, it's not standard issue. You have to select one of those. But mm -mm. no, I don't mm. have it on my sheet. Yeah. I I have electronic tools and an SSD. Um, does anyone have a knife? Maybe I'll say that. I'll just no. say that out loud. Uh, uh, I have a mechanical cutting torch. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. It's on her hip. It's on her hip. We've used like Isaac's taken it off of her before, so you can probably it. just like grab it from her. So, yeah. what would you use a cutting torch for? Just out of curiosity, because that's not going to help you open the door. Unless you're uh, spending the next few hours trying to cut through one of the doors. Finding, like, if you can find a mechanism and, like, break that mechanism that'll let you force it open with your hands. I don't I know. That's I my, just... that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know, y'all. I'm kind of stuck. Um, It just feels like I either need to spend my round figuring out the door or bashing the door. And I don't want to oh, waste a round bash. Can I, can I make a suggestion? Yes, please. <laughs> My straight bullet hit something that began the process of opening the door. Oh. If you recreate where if you recreate that incident, you might be able to find uh the control panel that leads to opening up the door the right of uh, the, the correct way. So I'd recommend taking the observe. Uh okay. that'll get you access to the the innards of it. And that's when we can really kick it down. And I can help you with contact on the next round too. Yeah, okay. One more possibility. Yeah. yeah. Pasta. Pasta. You give one story point. You get a door jack on the ground. Oh, Jim. Can we use story How do we consider this exchange? Or is uh, it just I, a no. maintenance jack that were left by Wayland Utani <laughs> on their side of the door? A story point uh, for a stunt. <laughs> a stunt would allow for the uh for the uh, again break it permanently or some something more creative yeah <laughs> because of the updates to story points you can't spend them to change narrative points yeah, However, that was you, why i thought of yeah. it earlier yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you you could certainly spend a story point to auto success at least one against the door if you were trying to make a strength check to pull it open how many sorry above table how many successes would i need to open this door i can't tell you that i'm sorry <laughs> okay. i have to try that's what i'm afraid I'm of i'm so <laughs> sorry i am well suited to doors but i am going to be fighting a very strong synthy boy so no like help is coming on this front whatever you do you, just invest in it it's worth if, it if it makes you feel any better eliza this setup of combat that's happening right now and what you are going through and the what the fuck do i do is correct <laughs> That doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Martha, this, this, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Th exactly. 
this is this is exactly what your situation is. Can I'm, I, Doc, I'm just saying. Doc and Tig also I'm have medical kits in right which right there might be sharp or thin items, keyboard. implements, tools inside I, medical I kits. Yeah, let's try. Right. I want to. Mm, can I, mm, if I say something through the door, can I hold my slow action? Uh, shouting through the door would be a fast action. Yes. Okay. So can I hold my slow action hold until it? after Isaac goes? Um, I, I think that is something you could do. But I think what happens is if you decide to do that, your initiative order changes permanently. Oh yeah, that's that sounds familiar. So you would you would end up essentially you would end up going you would you would take you would take over going eleven. Uh, yeah, you and would essentially Tig would take seven. Yeah, you would drop. Well, no, you would drop behind Isaac. So you would go. You would share an initiative. I mean, sorry, I meant Isaac. Yeah, yeah. I, Isaac would. I mean, Sam. I would be fine going above Maitland in the order. If this is about giving Isaac something to do, I do yeah. have to remind you that you I've taken my fast action already. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be able to do something like uh, move or throw my jack toward the door. So if That's you're thinking in that say. direction, that is not a thing because I needed Maitland not to smack me in the face. Um. Okay. All right. I've decided what to do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to yell through the crack of, in the door. Get that jack over here when you can. And then I'm I am gonna look for where the spark was. Did I did I see it already? That's an observation to... check, so that'll be your slow action. Okay. Um then that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. So then roll an observation check. All right. Two, five. I'm very observant. Uh also very stressed. Um, um, I'm going to go ahead and just above board and tell you guys straight up what I'm about to throw at you. If you don't spend, spend story points, there is going to be die. a lot of death. Okay. I am so, trying. My use, I'm just saying use everything, every tool that you can possibly do to game the system right now, because it's, I want to make sure that you all have the tools presented to you. All right. <laughs> I got I two successes and one panic, one stress die on the panic. Okay, so you got two successes, and then you gained you. Okay, so you're gonna have to roll on the panic table again. Uh huh. And I gain a stress. So uh, unfortunately, when you succumb to panic, whatever you were rolling automatically fails. Oh. Yep. Whenever you, whenever you Dang fall it. victim to the panic table, it automatically counters. Only, only if you isn't it only if you fail the panic roll. No, it's whenever you in, in whenever pan. Oh, uh, oh, actually, yeah, you might be you, right. It, it's on. only if you fail the panic roll. I think. Um, as long as you stress a check, um, but the tension grows, the following happens. You roll one or more stress die and eats was one. You witness blah, 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 blah. Resolution D6, stress level, tables blow. Um, the action, if you roll a 10 or a higher in the panic roll, um, if the panic roll was the result of a skill check or action, the if the panic roll was the result of a skill check or action, the action is canceled and immediately yeah. replaced by the forced panic action. Wait, if the Even panic if roll was a result? It, yeah, oh. it means you need to make a... So your roll on the panic table has replaced your action to look for the door. So you have oh, to okay. Panic. Yeah, so now you okay. have to roll a d6 and add your panic and then subtract your uh, nerves of steel. I'm good. I rolled a one on oh, beautiful. the panic die. Okay, so 
Um, this turn, you're not going to be able to to spot anything, but okay. next turn, you'll be able to try again. But this turn, you... <laughs> it, this is actually kind of perfect because it simulates Martha trying to like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, like fucking what do I do? And like trying to figure it out, coming to the conclusion, shouting to the door like, Isaac, help us open this door. And then uh, turning back and looking for the, the thing, desperately trying to find it. Uh, that's going to be your action for the round. So then next is going to be Isaac's action. So you are... Now you are on 11 and Isaac is on an eight on a seven. Okay. So I am adjusting those two initiatives, but Isaac, you get to go next. Yes. Um, since I'm considered as already having blocked, I've taken one action. I can now take a slow action, which I hope to be ironically named. I would like to, with great alacrity mm -hmm. return to sender that energy. He's going to attempt to use his fast action to block throw. Yeah. You are, you are a hell of a, a, you are a hell of a puncher. We've already seen you in zero G combat against multiple attackers. Let's see how this goes. And with this, you get that one auto success, right? I do. So I begin yeah. with one success um, because I have friends. That's what makes me different than Maitland. Yep. Um, also, if possible, just probably as flavor and general environmental storytelling stuff, I will be trying to steer this uh, fight away from the cryopod. That okay. is away. The time the is ticking on the cryopod. Uh, I am so wildly aware. So that gives me another success on top of the one automatic. Okay, so you smash him in the face. Um, all right. Uh, that also means I get to stunt. Uh, um, uh, it, it doesn't because the threshold of success did not, uh, he, he basically, he oh, okay, because stunts roll on, you have to break the threshold of success by an additional, uh, over the success rate. He basically, he rolled one success to block you. You rolled two successes to hit, which means you succeeded, but you didn't get a stunt die. You see okay. what I'm saying? Cause it, I will, uh, stipulate that I do. Yeah. You, he, you needed, if you were going to stunt, you would have needed yes. an additional success. Yeah. So, um, I don't, how, how damage You can spin the story point if you really want to and automatically get an additional success. Um, we've also played such that I can swap damage for grapple in previous sessions. That I believe is a close combat stunt. Swap initiative. I mean, this target. is close combat roll. Uh, opponent drops, uh, pull object. grapple opponent is a stunt for a close combat. Right, so and what we've said point. historically was rather than get an extra success and do damage plus grapple, substitute damage for grapple was a thing we had done prior. Yes, but you don't uh, before Isaac's trip. But you don't have any extra successes, is what I'm saying. You don't have any stunt dice to use. No, right? it's we've had you. We built it in so that Isaac could choose to not do damage because they are they are built to not do damage and it was like a home rule so that they could choose to grapple instead of do damage I as see. opposed to damage and also grapple okay gotcha yeah because as rules as written combat if you're going to grapple somebody and, and if you're going to enact an advanced combat maneuver like grappling somebody yeah. typically you have to have a stunt to do that um i'll go ahead and roll with it for for this one for sure Want to? I can just do damage. That's fine. It's it's as always less relevant to me. Okay. Um, yeah. I I think now that we've become a little more comfortable with the system and found out how combat works, I'd I'd want to keep it to a stunt. Okay. Then what is my damage? 
Because uh, I have so no what, idea what my damage is. Yeah, yeah. So why is, why would I bother? I know because uh, here's the thing: is it's very much dark dark side versus Superman. You don't have to hold back with Maitland. You don't have to worry too much about that. And um, I don't even have to worry about the inhibitor chip, you know, which is horrible. <laughs> which is awful um okay so in the world of buddha place so success you hit and inflict damage equal to the weapon damage of the, the on right the this of course um is i'm the weapon yeah How weapons in close combat I? you can use weapons such as knives clubs blah, blah blah blocking and so on and so forth um yeah, yeah what, is, I, what is the i uh, genuinely haven't been able to find unarmed damage in this game i think it might just be hits and inflicts damage weapon rating if your opponent is mitigated damage. Okay, so damage stunts you inflict one additional. Okay, so unarmed. We can look at oh. like weapons. Yeah. Um. Okay, one sec. Unarmed attack only does one point of damage. Cool. If an unarmed attack, uh, let's see, an unarmed attack only does one point of damage, and then he is, yeah. Oh, this but that's, that's its base damage. So it also, um, right. so yeah. You can so, stunt in more damage. It just, gosh, they really nerfed melee in this game. Anyway. I would I would argue that you are you you fall under a different. No. <laughs> I do an exquisite amount of damage that, for the purposes of this combat, will be represented as one. One to point yep. out that one point of damage to a human being is not insignificant. You would literally be dropping Doc to half his hit points <laughs> if you punched him in the face and got one Wait, success. That's so, one more than he needs. Um, okay, so in that case, he's yeah. going to take a wallop. You deal a point of damage to him. So let me just write that in. Um, Okay, you strike him across the side of his face. His head snaps back. That's going to be your action. Um, next up is going to be the third blip into the hallway, whose movement is so incredible that he actually is going to reach the end of the hallway. Um, Pig, you are sitting there waiting. You Flashlight can down. Shots yeah. going off. Uh, you can hear punching happening in the other room. The shouting. Martha is trying to find an entry into the door. And as you're aiming at that corridor, you see two long black talons arc up around the side of the corner and slowly clack, clack move to the side and pulling forward the unmistakable head of a xenomorph drone emerges its full height. This is a full grown drone. You I'll see its head. Funny. This thing stands probably close to eight feet as this xenomorph kind of tips its head in and immediately turns and looks at you. Everyone in that room, Doc, Martha, and Tig, immediately gain a point of panic upon sight of a xenomorph. So you gain one point of stress. And um, seeing, seeing a xenomorph automatically invokes a panic roll. So I need everyone to roll a d6. Oh, we don't huh? roll. We don't roll for the number of stress we have. It's just uh, you d6. do. You roll a d6 and add your oh. stress. Well, right. here we go. I need a one, you guys. <laughs> I rolled a one. You rolled a one. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Martha's keeping it together. Mm. 
Hello, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? It's me, your boy. I rolled another six. No. <laughs> Please, I would beg you. How many? Can how you many, not? Many, hey, demons! It's your boy. <laughs> how many points of of, of stress did you have? Two. Six, seven, eight. So you are going to. So you're going to be at a negative two modifier to all of your agility rolls. You know what? I'm a thick boy. I'm used to not moving well. Um, how did you do, Tig? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I got the worst one because it gives everybody else panic too. Um, I rolled a six plus oh, six minus my. two, so ten. Twelve, ten. You. Oh Three. no. Tig yeah. freezes. Tig, mm -hmm. who is on Overwatch guarding the hallway to make sure the Xeno didn't get to you, freezes in terror. You see this holding thing it together. Emerge. You see this thing emerge from the side of the wall. It goes <sighs> mouth opens up. You can see there is a second mouth somewhere deep within its maw. And it lowers its head and take your whole world. You almost go catatonic with fear. Um, Zeno used all of its actions to reach that corridor. So it's not going to get to move this turn. <laughs> because it cleared 40 meters in a single turn as it raced down the corridor to find out what was making all the noise. So we are going to start the next round. Um, Free says you're frozen in fear, uh, losing your you you lose your slow action. Your next slow. So this round you can't do anything, Tig. Is uh, this okay? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I? Okay, hold on. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be attorney at rules law. Yeah. My next action would have been shooting it with my Overwatch. Mm -hmm. That that's my slow action. Mm -hmm. That's my that would have been my next slow action. That's still this round. Can I have my next can I have my next round action? Because my next slow action would have been my Overwatch shot. The Overwatch action gets eaten. Yeah, it gets canceled out. It gets canceled by the panic roll. But I wasn't I didn't I didn't but I didn't roll panic on the on uh I was I didn't roll panic on my to shoot. I rolled a panic on my panic. That is panic. actually true. A forced panic check. You were not actually committed to an action and hadn't declared that you were opening fire yet. Nope. My next action would have been my overwatch. <laughs> so then I will make a deal with you. Okay. What that means is you will lose the overwatch action this round. Mm -hmm. Which that would, as you have argued, would have been your slow action. Mm -hmm. So yes. Your Overwatch action for this round would have triggered. I will let it be devoured by the fact that you held. Next round, <laughs> you will get an action. Because as rules That's written, it says your next slow action is destroyed, is basically canceled. So that was it. Um, you trigger your next slow action in that particular moment. So yes, you are, as in truth, as rules written, that is that is correct. So you will be able to act next round because you use this. I'm sweating over. so bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a good that fight for those rules because that is that is actually 100 true. So we're gonna go back to the top of the round then. Then that's gonna leave us Doc, 
you are trembling. You're going to get a negative two to anything you do here, agility wise. Okay. Also, I'm so sorry because I freeze. Everybody else gets a gets a point of stress. So, oh, that's right. Everyone gains a point of stress. <laughs> oh, I already took that. Okay. Again, um, uh, Doc, it is your round. There is the Zeno is about forty meters away from you guys towards the. Air. I'm sorry, forty. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm getting my meters and my feet confused. It's about sixty feet away from you guys down this corridor. Certainly within distance to reach you all at the speed that it can move. Okay. What would you like to do? You guys are backed against a wall. There is nowhere to run when this thing comes after you. All right. Well, is the is the wiring that I shot still sparking by chance? Uh, you're not aware of shooting any wiring. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dang. You're not sure what it is your your gunfire did to cause the split in the door. All right. Then. Well, there's only one course of action at this point, then. Um, this is the last time I'm ever going to say it. Do always keep in mind the battery of story points you guys have at your disposal. Yep. Ox Crew has supplied you, and that is the last reminder. And it's all yours. It, 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 okay, just just to, uh, just to, just as a refresher, mm -hmm. uh, story points give, give us one success. One yep, you get an auto six. All right. You, you know what? You know what? I would like to do a cob tech on the door. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yes. And I would like that. to use a story point. How are you? Okay. So you're going to have to describe to me how you're using com tech. The door doesn't have any power. So how are you attempting to do this? So more than it's not so much a matter of looking to like program this thing open. Now that I see that it's unsealed, I should be able to at least see the mechanisms of what's holding it. So if I find that bar that's keeping it from moving, that's what that's the kind of thing that I'd like to focus on. Like it's it's looking at the the engineering of the door rather than the program. Heavy, heavy, heavy machinery, right? So, so it seems like, so. let me, I'll just map it out to you. The doors are incredibly thick and heavy, and that is what's preventing them from opening. Okay. Nothing uh, is barring them closed, and they have no power. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I don't have, you know, oh, <laughs> heavy machinery. I've got two, I've got two points in strength, and that's it. But we're doing it. You're Swap going me. for a strength roll? Yep. Uh, and you're spending a story point to get an auto six yep. on this roll? Yep. Roll the dice. Keep in mind, you have a ton of stress that are going to help you here. Yeah, and you're you back because you roll a one. All three of my dice are going to be stress dice then. Okay. Before you roll this, you can still swap me. What's that? You can still mean? swap it, swap the initiative up to me. You, we can try to give me a crack at the door. Just move me up to the top. Try to get y'all in. Let Maitland try to hit me. Oh, Doc ain't got that in him right now. It's just I gotta protect. I gotta protect my babies. <laughs> like that's that's where we're at right now. Here we go. It's mom lifting the car off of your child. Let's go. <laughs> All right, here Nothing we go. Adrenaline. Oh, okay. Uh, that is. Two successes and the auto success. Yo! Oh, I'm never opening a door for you no, again. That's a that's six six in a one, which it's a panic die. You rolled a one on the panic die? 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> can wait, can you use an ox point to re-roll a singular die? You can't re-roll dice. Okay. I didn't know if I or I didn't know if the this only time you can re-roll dice is if you push. And obviously you don't want to push here. Yeah. <laughs> because uh you have to roll a D6. Roll a D6 for the panic roll table. And that will cancel out the success, right? Um yeah, it basically it basically eats the success. You needed three successes too. Oh. Did Eric? I would like to push. Uh, it'll. <laughs> uh, it, it, Panic rolls. It'll still eat. It'll still eat your slow action though, so you wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to do it. You're still gonna. Oh, okay. Have, your action is basically canceled and turned into a panic roll. Flip. I had. I had. You it! had it. You had it. <laughs> I know you had it. We all saw. We all you, witnessed. You had it. Okay, here we go. Uh, that is a one. Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. Unless you're stress. Yeah, you're good. Uh, which is unless three. you have five. So yeah, four. You're good. Then you, you managed to keep it together. Um, you barely managed to keep your nerves in check. One second, I'm gonna just check one thing real quick. Um, so if I don't freak out, do I move the door? <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I'm very scared. No. <laughs> Um, it, it specifically says, even if you succeed, your, your action is canceled immediately and replaced instead by the panic action. Uh -huh! no! the, panic, wait, the, the panic action, is that not what's on the table? Like, if you, if you panic, your panic action is what's on the table that replaces your action and the, not the panic roll itself? That's correct. So the effect of the panic roll is essentially the panic action. And his effect yeah, was he manages to keep it together. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm sorry, y'all. I thought I was no, being you're a boss. You're screaming and pulling <laughs> you did it, at that you door did as hard as you can. You um, you're a great that boss, story Captain point, Mark. by the way, um, that story point was from Kerrigan29. Thank you so much, new subscriber and new yeah, helper here. Um, <laughs> so uh, that is going to be <laughs> that is going to be Doc's action. Next up is Tig, <sighs> who has managed to pull herself together. <sighs> In the face of unspeakable horror. How far is it from me? It's 60 feet away. Yeah. It doesn't take it. everything you know about this thing. You mm -hmm. guys are vulnerable. Your backs are against the wall. Mm -hmm. There's literally nowhere for any of you to hide. There is nothing. There is, there is no situation where the tactical positioning of you guys are in right now would be any worse. Mm -hmm. If this thing charges down the hall, you are certain, Tig, one of you is going to die. Yeah. And I can't let that happen. Uh, I did count out all of my dice before I, while I was waiting to do Overwatch, so I have my whole thing. Um, she's shooting, she's firing down. Wait, what's in this hallway? Uh, it's an it's just, open it's corridor. Just an empty hallway? Yeah, empty corridor. Can I do a risk assessment on firing a grenade down this hallway right now if I frag this thing? The risk assessment is like for us. How you roll? Like if it goes well, I'm like this isn't like a ninety nine percent chance I'm gonna also hurt us kind of a thing. Well, it's a grenade, like it's, and it's it's in, a, in. I mean, you saw what happened the last time grenades went off in the corridor. However, it's fifty fifty. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Death or death. Like you're not sure All which right. which version of this is gonna is gonna be the most risky. All right. No, she's just gonna fire. We'll save. We'll frag it later. Um. No. Okay. She's just gonna open fire regular. So many dice. I actually don't even know if my ton dice. Okay, 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 okay. That's such a satisfying sound. Just all those dice. It's a lot of dice, but it's also increased chances of rolling a one on the panic die. 
Oh, wait, wait, one, two, my count. Four, 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 four sixes. Four no sixes? Pants. No ones? No ones. Did you, so there's no, one you, on a regular die, but you nothing. You were firing a grenade? No, I'm firing a regular. Just regular rounds. Okay. Yeah. Now, but if I remember correctly, regular rounds are armor piercing in a pulse rifle. Isn't that correct? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So that is going to so. split. Um, That is going to split the armor rating of a xenomorph drone in half. So I get to roll four dice instead of eight. <laughs> yeah, it's plus one to hit damage to armor piercing full auto capable grenade launcher. Uh, I roll a single success. So it is going to take. Is it? So it's two damage base. It's two damage base plus. And then. Uh, so how much damage? Did you, so how many? You rolled four successes. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So six damage total minus. So it took five points of damage. Can I? What's up? Ranged combat stunts. What would you like to do? I've read a lot about these. Like me and Doc spent hours poring over like yep, the physiology. Mm -hmm. How do I feel like I will give you I will give you damage answers. is worth it or should I push it away? I, I will give you answers because you and Doc deliberately said that you spent time studying what they mm -hmm. know about xenomorphs. So what would you like to know? I just want to know how sturdy is this thing basically? Like so am I am I am I going to do, be better off here trying to keep pushing it away or do I think that I can do substantial damage with what I just pulled? Like, uh, is that is is my is my 6 point substantial damage to it? So pushing it back, just so you know, drones have a mo because you studied their files. I've got the fast. Yeah, they're fast. They, they have a mobility dice pull of 10. Mm -hmm. So I, I would okay. be rolling 10 dice mm -hmm. to basically overcome any disadvantages you put against it for trying okay. to push it back. Knocking it down is different though, because that mm -hmm. requires uh, an action to mm -hmm. countermand. I can knock it. I can knock it prone too. Um, so I'm like prone. I believe is that's getting. Uh, I believe that would commandeer a fast action, which means it's it would a stunt. Need to use... It's a stunt. I can knock back or prone. Yeah. So, um, but what I'm saying is, is uh, I believe it would be a at that point it would be a. If I remember correctly, it is a slow action to get up from prone. Uh, fast, I believe. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, fast action. It's a movement prone. action. Movement yeah. tends to be fast. So then he'll still have a slow action next turn. Okay. Now, he would have to use that slow action to close the distance, but that would put him right up in your face, which means acid and everything else that comes with a, a xenomorph. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna blast it. I'm gonna blast. I'm gonna blast it with the six. With six, six points. So he's gonna take yeah. all that. Sorry, we're walking through that, but yeah. Okay. Uh, you do indeed see bullets riddle across the sides of the corridor, popping and exploding. Um, you see the impact of the bullets brutally injure it as acid splatters everywhere. You did quite the amount of damage on that, and I rolled pathetically. It's armored piercing round, so it's cut in half. But you hear that that signature high pitched like trumpet-esque like screech of an alien in agony and it is still standing yep yep um that is going to we'll be the end of later. your action yep uh so next up is going to be that's after tig so the next up is going to be isaac this system has no attacks of opportunity no it does not 
you want to make a bolt for it, you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go to the door. Um, hold on one sec. All right. One second. I, I almost, no, that's only if you're grappled. Yeah. Um, I almost, I, I was like, is, is it, I feel like there's a mobility check you need to roll in order to, if you have an active enemy in engaged range, you must roll a mobility roll to move away from them. Okay. It's the retreat action. And it is, is it considered a fast action? But it's, I mean, I'm happy to make it's, it a it's mobility a fast, roll. I think it's a, I think it's a yeah. fast action. Uh, retreat is fast. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, retreat is fast. Okay, one success. Uh, yes, you basically the back the 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 impact of your fist on him causes his head to snap back. When his head snaps back to face you, you're already dashing towards the door. Um, door was your so you'll get to the door as your action this round. You're gonna rush right. Fast action. What's that? Your fast, fast action, action is your fast, fast action retreats. It's not a disengage action. What's that? No. Wait, no, no, no. Mobility check I made to get to the door. I had to is... make a check where normally I could move freely as part of the retreat action. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying the retreat itself already covers your movement. So it's not. Yeah, otherwise it would eat both actions, which seems counterintuitive to me. Hold on. Um, if you're an active enemy in a gauge role, you must move. Uh, you, uh, it says you must make a mobility check to move to short range from okay. them. So if yeah. you roll the still, which you succeeded. Um, Wait, if you fail, they get an attack against you, but you did not. The free attack doesn't count towards their actions, blah, 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 blah. So you can move into short range, and short range is, yes, you can reach the door. Yep. All right. You can reach the door. All right, so you you basically, the impact of the, the, the fist at the side of the synthetic's head, Maitland snaps back, and by the time he looks back at you, uh, you've rushed over to the side of the door. You reach it. Go ahead and do whatever it is you're going to do. Maintenance jack in. Um, so I am going to become a stickler here because mm -hmm. your maintenance track was not equipped. You're going to have to pull that or draw that, which would be a fast. Okay, act. fine. Then I will simply be strong. Okay. Five. Your second counts. <laughs> Five. Um, F you, this effing door. You slam your fingers through into that, jamming it in there. You can see the tips of your fingers split backwards. Those are going to need to be repaired. You grab hold of it hard, and you guys, with incredible ease, you just watch Isaac screech that door open like it was nothing. Both doors fold open, exposing the entirety of the room, and you guys have a retreat route. Isaac, as you push the door open, your eyes meet at the end of the hall, the hallway, a xenomorph that is about to come around the corner, a drone, full grown. Um, that's going to be I, Isaac's action. Got the doors open. Um, that's going to take us to eight, which is Maitland. Um, Maitland is going to turn and run towards the, his fast action as he turns and he runs right back towards the uh, cryopod. Um, his slow action is, is he's going to put his fist through the casing of the cryopod. <laughs> you see shattering of glass everywhere as he smashes through and you hear an alarm begin to blare. Uh, breach and cryopod. Warning. Breach and cryopod. That's going to be his actions for the round. Um, eight. We're going to go on to nine, ten, eleven. That's going to take us all the way up to Martha. You go before the Xeno. <laughs> okay. Zeno is um, going to be. I'm an above board. That Zeno's coming for you. Next action. So what are you going to do? 
I'm gonna yell to Tig and Doc, get behind the door. I'm gonna pull out my. I have uh, fast reflexes or something where I don't. I can just like a quick draw. Yeah, quick draw. Thank you. Pulse rifle. Yeah, my grenade launcher specifically on the pulse rifle. It wouldn't be an alien game if it wasn't Martha with her grenade launcher. I just don't I'm, really... I'm glad I'm glad I didn't grenade launcher because it has to be Martha. Martha has to be the one. I'm glad I waited. It couldn't be any other way. Almost kills us all for eight. No, what, third no. time? No, you're gonna <laughs> say grenade launcher. No. Oh, it will be all of us too. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is I'm just going to, I got it. I'm just going to, yeah. This is the Aramat U1 grenade launcher that is underslung on the, okay. So, uh, the, okay. Go ahead and roll your attack. It's get a plus one bonus to the attack. Um, remind me, is this like a, it'll be a ranged, a agility combat. combat. Okay. And then do you have heavy weapons? I uh, do. Talent? So you'll add oh, another heavy two. Weapons. Heavy weapons talent? Heavy mm -hmm. weapons, it's a talent. I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay, never mind. So you'll add your one from the weapon itself then. Okay, so I have my ranged combat, agility. I'm looking to see if there's anything else. Do you want I a story can... point? You can take that too. I will take a story point, thank you. Okay, you get an auto success then. Um, and then the pulse rifle is plus one. Um, and then there's stress. Oh God. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of stress. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh my God. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Come one, on. Here we go. Um, one, two, three. Each person is short range. You need to worry about Holy that. crap. Oh, it's only short range? Oh, you guys will be fine. What's only short range? Uh, so the force of an explosion is measured by blast power. For each person within short range of the blast when the detonation occurs, uh, oh, roll a number. You guys are just out of short range. Okay, good. Let's do it. Get it. Get it. Come on, Martha. Oh, God. One just went far away. <laughs> oh, cross your fingers, because this this oh, roll could literally mean the difference between getting a xenomorph in your face. This get is it. a lot of successes. Holy shit. Get it. Holy shit. Holy shit. There and there's a floor die. I don't is there a know. one on the panic die? No. No. <gasps> There's Why not a one on the panic die. Oh, I have all my I have all my panic dice here. None of them have a six. I mean, none of them have a one. Uh, okay. <gasps> Holy shit! One, two, three, four, five, six successes. It was meant to be. I'm not even going to count the floor die. I don't care. Floor dice six don't count. Successes. Floor dice don't exist. I don't even. I'm not even going to get it or re-roll. I don't care. I have okay. six successes. Six successes. <gasps> the damage on a grenade is nine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Plus your successes. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing short of an alien queen, perhaps, that can survive what you just did. You all hear, get behind me! And Martha just goes, <laughs> thunk! And you all hear that familiar sound of a grenade leaving the chamber as it sails down the corridor. This glowing heated grenade impacts on the ground. And once again, there is a roaring explosion deafening everyone in the room you immediately hear again that high-pitched ringing sound some of you are blown back but don't lose your footing as hot air rushes towards you coils of thick black smoke fill the entire corridor you don't know if you got it but you can't imagine that anything survived that story point comes to us from kato aka hey. kato hey, let's go <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well done on, oh, um, oh my God. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go back, but I just remembered something. Um, 
Uh, it's this is I'll tell you after the game. Bookmark it. Remind <laughs> me after the game, and I'll tell you. Um, okay, so uh, that's going to be Martha's turn. Um, it would have been the Zeno's turn. <laughs> bye bye. Um, that brings us back to the top of the initiative, Doc. You are <laughs> coughing as this black smoke barrels towards you. Uh, I see my patient in danger. Definitely. Um, he's gonna have to. I'm gonna have to roll for him because being shocked out of, uh, being shocked out of cryo sleep like that is potentially lethal. So here's here's the question I'd like to ask you, my dear storyteller. What's up? Um, uh, Doc has been studying synthetics. Uh, specifically in order to learn to treat them. I would like to have him attempt to do just to rush Maitland and try and slow him down uh, with a scalpel. Um, so here's I, what you know. Mm -hmm. You can stab Maitland in the side of his head and it's not going to slow him down. You've seen what damage Isaac can take. And you you could literally cut Maitland's throat and he would pick you up and probably smash your head against the wall until you were not moving anymore. Yeah. These synthetics are terrifying because of how incredibly resilient they can be. You could toss a command too. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, like, okay, so uh, it, it just to get a clear picture, there is there's my patient, and then there was like the his other is, the synthetic uh, back is to you right now, and he has his fist through the upper canopy of the cryostasis pod. Yeah, but there is like uh there's like a an eight not an alien but a, like a progenitor in another pod. An right? engineer is currently in a cryopod about eighty feet away from you. I would like to go there. You're going to beeline for the engineer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's going to be... You can move... If you want to make a mobility check, you can possibly... You can get within short range of it this okay. turn. If you want to make okay. a mobility check. We will do that. And uh, of so keep in mind that at you... At negative two. Well, no. You are not at a negative two anymore because it only lasts oh. a round. Oh, mm -hmm. well, sweet. Yeah. Uh, but there's I, one, there's still... There's one good thing about Panic Roll. These these are still all panic dice though. Um, because I'm you should have you should. Ha why don't you have regular dice? What oh, are you rolling? I'm rolling uh, agility and mobility. Do you have is, zeros in both of those? No, no, no. I, I've uh, three of them are panic dice. Two of them gotcha. are okay. 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 I thought you were saying you were only rolling panic. Oh dice. no, 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 no. Here is a superpower. Uh, okay, that's two successes. Nice. Okay, you are going to reach within short range of the engineer. I, I would then like to look at Maitland and go, you break mine, I break yours. And I would like to pull my gun to the uh, cryopod. Okay. That's going to be your action. Um, mm -hmm. Next up is going to be Tig. Tig, yeah. uh, you're certain that, that Zeno is dead on the other side of that mm -hmm. wall of smoke. Yeah. She's been keeping it together for uh, too long. Um she had to have a very casual conversation and tried for for an extended period of time with the individual who killed someone who she was starting to think of as her brother. So she's going to turn around, take in the scene. She's going to full auto Maitland while he's facing away from her. 
So we'll he's over her patience, and she is sick of his shit. And she's going to turn around with this pulse rifle after basically covering from an explosion, kind of turn around, see it over her shoulder, cough at the heat, flip. He's done. First, she's okay. sick of this shit. You <sighs> turn. Okay, so weapon list is fully automatic. Um, you get a plus two bonus to the roll. Your stress level yep. immediately increases yep. by one. It sure does. I would also like and to take can... an ox plant. Oh, okay, so you get an auto success. Yeah. You, Tig, you get up, clenching your jaw, turn, stomp into the room. Maitland's attention is completely on dock. You flip yeah. the switch off of the pulse rifle from burst to full auto, brace it against your shoulder, and without a word, mm -hmm. go ahead and roll your dice. You killed my brother. Prepare to die, jackass. That's a cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. One, two. Any ones on the on the stress die? Stress die are good. Oh the boy. The humans are holding it together. Two successes plus my auto success. Two successes plus auto. It's armor piercing. He. Uh, two successes plus auto success. So, so two successes plus is my plus my story point. Okay, so three successes total. Mm -hmm. Are those all going to damage, or are you stunting anything? I'm sick of his shit. Those are damage. Okay. All the way through. Uh, you empty the clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, riddling him full of holes, as you all see android blood spurt out of him. He starts twitching violently as he's taking the gunshot rounds. Um... You see him slump a little bit and then stand right back up mm -hmm. as he pulls himself up. And you just hear the gun go, ch -ch 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 -ch, and the clip goes, -ching, and falls out of the bottom. Yeah, she drops it and keeps walking forward. Okay, you continue. Uh, as a fast action, you can close the distance. Um, She's not, like, going to, I don't think, get to him, but because she had to, like, walk towards the room. But that's the, the motion, the direction, the momentum that she's moving towards him still. Okay. Uh, that's going to be your action then. Um, that's going to be Tig. Next up is Isaac. I find myself on full reflection. Sick of his shit. Okay. I would like to roll a bolt gun attack. I have a ranged weapon. You have yes. a fast action to pull that and open fire on. Yes, you can mm -hmm. absolutely. I'd like a story point. Thank you. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. auto success. <laughs> I would also is... like to just like point out there was a scene in our very first episode mm -hmm. in which Isaac showed Tig the off switch. I just want I just want people to think that think of that right now. <laughs> just think about that right now. <laughs> I like that it zooms on uh that point on Maitland and then mm -hmm. down Isaac's sight. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. Okay. So that's one success plus one more success and three fives. I don't care about ones, silly dice. Androids don't feel stress. Nope. Oh, and uh, the Hulk gun does three. Isaac, you raise the gun. Time seems to slow for you for a moment as you take aim because you know you're about to kill a synthetic. There is, in your mind, a, a, a split second of hesitation. And it's filled with the memory of sitting next to O'Donnell 
in the pilot seat. And a smile on his face as he passes the controls over to you and gives you a, a slap on the shoulder. You can hear him saying, yeah, you're going to be replacing me in no time. And the memory is shattered by the sound of a bolt. <laughs> as you see it slam into the back of Maitland's head. You don't see what the front looks like, but the wash indicates the damage was fatal. He stumbles forward and drops to his knees and just like a doll <laughs> collapses onto the ground. Doc, I hope you're patient. Just toss the gun aside and immediately go to start taking care. I think they both <laughs> converge upon it at the same time. As you look down into the pod, the chest cavity has been opened. There is no doubt that the man inside is dead. And you see slowly starting to gently emerge from the center. A small squeaks of a very large embryotic xenomorph with a Damn very it. peculiar looking crest as it begins to slowly emerge as the chest cavity having been opened for him horn it starts to pull itself up i would like to uh i like to dose the thing with any kind of uh uh painkillers anything you put in that body with a needle is going to be disintegrated yep. by acid are we still in initiative nope you're out of combat you guys can but but you don't have long before this thing starts to act so what would you like to do um uh, my tick pulls out the the last thing she's out of ammo now her she left her rifle on the ground mm -hmm. she i don't think stopping even as she's walking forward she sees what you described walks up she pulls the uh uh welding the, the cutting torch mm -hmm. and literally just like as if it were a gun off of her side pulls it out and just point blank torches it there's a high-pitched screech if you can, picture the POV camera of the torch just pointing right down at it. There's a high-pitched screech, and an alien queen dies. <laughs> Incinerated. A lot of you stand over this. If we can, the camera begins to pull back. Hours later, you find yourselves on the landing pad near the Marine shuttle. Two Marines lost their lives in the cave-in, but the fire team survived. Everyone's wounds are being treated. You can see people being loaded up. Um, we bring him with us, right? Alvin's yeah. Good. 
he's being brought back up onto the shuttle. Batista moves over to all of you, glances at everyone one by one, gives a nod. She says, Are you all all right? On one piece. Listen, I've been a Marine for a while now, and there's one thing I've learned is that sometimes saving lives isn't what it looks like. You guys you went through hell today, and you saved a lot of lives. Just thought you should know. She turns, says, we're dusting off. Uh, Isaac? Yes? You ready for some repairs? Of course. Thank you. I uh, put my hand on Isaac's shoulder. All right, buddy. Let's get you fixed up. You can hear over the comms. Batista talking to the captain. The captain saying, Roger that. As soon as you guys are sky side, we're going to wipe this entire place off the map. Good. And you hear, you hear, him, you hear her say, what about the other one in the pod, sir? Long pause. You hear, you have your orders, Lieutenant. Everybody on, we're leaving. When we uh, get seated, Tegu's gonna kind of sit, I think sit next to Doc, um, quietly, just very clearly so wiped out. Um, but she, like, I think there's probably space, but she does choose to sit directly next to Doc. And she doesn't say anything, but she puts their shoulders together. And if you look over at her, she is just silently weeping. Like, not full cries, but just like fully like tears running down her face. Just, and she sits quietly with you. Doc's just gonna put a just had a hand on Tigsley and go, I know. I know. It's all right. It's all right. It's very clear, especially because you've seen Doc work, that does not believe it's all right. It's going to be two liars together then. That's yeah. just fine. As you break Atmo, there is each of you sitting side by side, occasionally sparing a glance at the other, realizing you made it out. Was it a, a victory? That's something to talk about perhaps later. You're snapped out of your reverie as Suddenly, there is a brilliant white flash in the window. Glancing out, Doc, you look down deep below and underneath 
the clouds have changed a dark orange color as a cloud be a cloud made of fire begins to emerge the entire facility goes up in nuclear fire um just as you all break atmosphere looking back down and ahead of you is the coral sea it occurs to all of you that this whether you liked it or not is what roped each of you in to being here at beacon no one else would have gone the miles that y'all went to see this through it takes a moment for each of you to realize that Bautista's words may have been right when you think about what was going to be unleashed down there. It takes a minute to realize that perhaps considering the colony you helped, you thinking back to the pictures of a child that's been given a chance at a new life with a new family, and all the things you've been through up to this point, and the hard choices you've had to make, the people you've lost, and what you're going back to. It's time to decide what's next. Do you stay out here on the dark frontier where life doesn't make sense, where humanity is not prepared for what's waiting for it out here? Do you help? Do you go? That will bring an end to season two of Beacon. The feels. GG, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Oh man, I don't want to have to wait for a whole new season. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, oh, wait a minute. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> when uh next game, I'll go ahead and tell you next game will be back on Beacon Station is when it'll be starting. There will not be a big time elapse. Um, so it'll be processing everything that had happened and what lies in store for not only just you all as a crew, but what is the future of Beacon? Because as you all know, is its destiny was tied to Varela, the director who has been outed now for <laughs> committing some pretty spectacular crimes. Um, now it's to determine what happens to the company, to the nonprofit. The future is uncertain. So we'll see you next Monday as maybe we find out what that future is. Until <laughs> then, this is the crew of the Beacon signing off. Thank you.